0: Boy, let me tell you, you know, I'm loving these guys writing in. I mean, I'm getting the coolest emails here. I mean, and they got the great names for me, you know? I mean, there's somebody who calls me the big steak bar. I mean, that's kind of a little yeah. off, but, I mean, it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Come on. And, and, hmm?
0: oh, yeah, no, yeah, was-
1: that's nice. Yeah, that's nice
0: what are we getting a little testy here no Do we have a little cow envy is it cow
1: envy that i detect <laughs> no it's not cow envy we just got a lot of emails to get through come on let's get them organized
0: <sighs> okay whatever whatever yeah you want to get testy with me hey that's okay cool no problem okay yeah emails sure let's go
1: hey are you the one who has to sit here editing all this are you, the, no, you just swoop in, you say your little funny thing, and then you go, you're not the one who has to edit it, you're not the one who's got to put the show together, you don't have to do any of that. Oh,
0: bitch, 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 come on.
1: All right, you know what, you know what? What, <laughs> what? You do the show this time, you know what, I've had it. You do the show, enjoy, okay, bye-bye,
0: Bye. Hmm, okay then, well, pfft. How hard could this be? Okay, you you sit there, you press buttons, and it comes together. I mean, dear God, how could, how hard could this be? I mean, a damn gnome could do this. Okay, all right, so there I was. No, 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 that's too anti-ed. No, we, we got the cow driving tonight. Okay. All right, you know what? I'm just going to start pushing buttons here. Yeah, pushing buttons is cool, and I never get to push the buttons. So, all right, let's see. All right, this one. Well, that was festive. Okay, I kinda wanna go get a margarita right now, but no, 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 gotta record, gotta, gotta record. Okay. Um, if I press this one, let's see what happens here. Ah. Yeah. Okay, not that one either. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Knobs. Now. Yeah. We're all right. We're on the knobs here. The the button was nice, but okay. Here's a knob. Let me turn this. Okay. Not noticing anything here. Okay, what is this? Is this just for artistic
1: balance on the control board? Yeah, not, okay, it goes to 11, but I'm not seeing anything different.
0: Okay, alright, well we're done with that one. Okay, what's this one over here? Big, red, shiny button. Hmm, ah, what the hell, let's push it. Uh, Oh boy. Okay, that can't be good. Okay, this is bad.
1: Self destruct sequence
0: activated. Bad, bad. Uh, yeah, the cow screwed up here. I had no idea that sh- that this thing was rigged. Please enter oh, okay, password. Disengage. Okay, okay. right. uh, uh, password. Password. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Um. Uh. Uh. F T H radio. Password incorrect. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Um. um you have okay. One more Wait. Attempt. Are, we, are we in Please aliens enter here? Password or? Um. Okay. One more. I only get one more shot at this. Oh crap. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, um. 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 Uh. Anum. It's, it's gotta be Anum five. Password
1: incorrect. You have ten seconds to reach maximum safety distance 10 10 seconds 9 10 se- you're kidding me 10 seconds eight, where the hell am i gonna go in
0: 10 seconds seven, i can't get down the freaking steps six, in 10 seconds come on five oh, i cannot believe this four, okay okay all right so three, i can't do this
1: oh two, man this just one, sucks. Zero. have a nice day four oh, <laughs> more Never leave the cow in charge. Anything else you'd like to add there, Mr. Bovine God? Nope, nope,
0: uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be back for view in a little bit. Uh, see ya. Moo.
1: And welcome to For the Horde Radio. This is episode 20. We have achieved Ghost Wolf form. Yay! Thank you to everyone... Who is listening thank you for downloading us and giving us a listen to all our new and old listeners thank you very very much i have to now do my opening story i have an opening story for you but since he blew up the studio i couldn't quite do it then so i will do it now i will tell you my opening story now and the names have not been changed to protect the innocent because you know what they're not innocent these are true tales And we like to bring them to you as they happen. Actually, no, not as they happen, but as, uh, well, as I get around to the podcast. Anyway, (laughs) so there I was in Silvermoon City, having just logged back into my paladin. Now, for those who have multiple characters, whether they're multiple 70s, or 70s is the worst for it, though but multiple characters. When you come back to a character you haven't played in a little bit. I'm not talking a long time. I'm talking like in between, you know, you, you, they're your 70, they're your main, but you're, you're playing with an alt and you come back to them. It's a really, it, it's same kind of feeling. I, I would suppose that like game hangover essentially and 70s are the worst because you plant them anywhere. There is no more blue bar worry. There is no more rested XP you need to worry about. So they just get planted wherever you feel like. Because <laughs> I know when I have my alts, it's, I hey, I gotta have the blue bar before I'm logging off. I'm getting as much rested XP as I can before I log this character off, you know, for the, before I come back. So I aim for the blue bar, except when you're 70, you just can go, eh, and lock off. So I come back and it is, it's a game hangover because I know for me, it's like, now, where am i what was i doing what was i killing oh my god it's very disorientating for a little bit and having just come back into the pally i noticed he would had a bunch of crap in his bags god knows where he was last i couldn't remember it's like where did i take you i forgot so i ventured over to the auction house and all right i'm getting ready it's it's it's, by the way i have to start by telling you it was the crack of like a saturday morning dawn very early in the morning what was more surprising to me though was not so much because that's I, i do wake up early i'm not necessarily awake but i'm functional what surprised me though were there were quite a few other guild members on at this hour which made me i i didn't feel so bad then and they were already on by the time i got on but it's first thing in the morning, okay, we're gonna spend a little pally time now. And I go to the auctioneer, and I'm going through my bags, going, ooh, what do I have here? And I start to do the the, the stock exchange of looking, you know, alright, what is this what is the current going rate for this type of item? And the next thing I see is quack and the auctioneer goes down. Big fireball hit the auctioneer and the auctioneer goes down. And you know that can only mean one thing. Yep. Turn around and there they are, two of them. Two Alliance players, one just hit my auctioneer for no other reason other than I was there attempting to conduct a business transaction. And it's a mage and a hunter. And I type in, in the guild chat. Great, <laughs> for what, just what I need first thing. Uh, wonderful, first thing in the morning. This is just what I need. We got two Alliance here in Silvermoon. Who wants to help me take them down? Because I was not about to attempt to take him down solo. I'm not going to be somebody's honor kill. That and I suck at PvP. I, I admit it, I suck at PvP. Especially with the Paladin, which I have done like zero PvP with the Paladin. The Hunter, I'm slightly better with, but the Paladin, forget it. No. And especially against, you know, a Hunter and a Mage, sure, yeah, let me just take him on. Now, I'm sure there are people out there, there are Pallies out there, who would look at that situation and go, Phew, no problem. I am not one of them because I admit, I am not skilled in the ways of PvP. I am not terribly skilled with these sort of things. I see you people out there, the jumping around and the spinning and the this and the that, and very impressive. I will admit it's very impressive. And hey, if there's anyone who wants to show, I have a problem as a sidetrack because since this isn't the opening, like opening, opening, I can take as long as I want with it. (laughs) So I can get sidetracked. The sidetrack though is I can't move well. My move is definitely in the foundation of the PvE style player where you stand there and you hit the target and you don't go anywhere until the target's dead or until you are dead whichever comes first and the only time I move is when I'm about to die. I don't do well in PvP. I really don't do well because even as a hunter in PvP, you do have to be kind of stationary. I mean, you can not kind of fire and move around, but you, do, you, do, you also have that distance thing happening there. It's like they are way the hell over there, and you're over here, and you can just fire away. And when they get close enough, then you move. The Pally, totally different story. He's got to be up close in your face going high. And this I am not good at. So if there's anyone out there who, uh, I don't know, how can you relay good methods of movement in PvP? Because I just can't get it i've seen some of I you mean, they just and they do this like when they're out questing with you and they're, they're they leap about they hop around and they get to the target they're just jumping back and forth over them and i don't know how you do that well i mean i know how you do that i'm just not very good at it i'm not coordinated uh coordinated with my my keys here so maybe they're using a shortcut i'm not aware of anyway just a little you know offer uh if anyone cares to offer me any pvp hints for the pally cool but Back to the story now, where I don't have those. And there I am, and I'm looking at them going, I'm not going to take these two on solo, because my ass is going to get kicked. So I say to the guild, hey, who wants to come? And for the most part, people are like, well, I'm not sure. And I understand completely. Completely. Because I know there have been times somebody, many, is under attack. Oh, that's nice. The crossroads. No, not the crossroads. And you just kind of like, eeeeee. I'm not in the mood. I'm just, no, no. I I wanted to come in and farm. So I wanted to pick roots. I wanted to do something else. I'm not really in the mood for PvP. So as a tempt, I tell them, and it's true, I say, one of them's a gnome. And everyone seemed to get real interested at that point. Then it became, oh, a gnome? A gnome? I'm there. I'm totally there. So we had people coming on scene. First on scene is our buddy, Windbite. Windmite, who's at the time was like a level 60 shaman, who comes running on the scene. Now, at this point, I had kind of just been like trading emote insults with them at this point, basically to keep them around while. People are coming. (laughs) Well, a cavalry shows up. Windbite's first on scene. Launches into an attack. I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) Because I wasn't prepared. And I'll tell you how unprepared I was. I was like a Keystone freaking cop going after this. Because he goes after, it was a night elf hunter, goes after the hunter. And she, you know, she's 70, he's 60, a bit of a gap there. And she, you know, runs across and sticks her pet on him, and there goes poor wind bite. So, of course, I jump into the fray. At that point, it's like, all right, I got back up. Ju- he's dead, but I got back up. I jump into the fray, jump into it with her. Now, here's how unprepared I was. This is how very keystone cop I was. Now, as I mentioned, it's kind of first thing in the morning. I'm not even through my first cup of coffee yet. I was so unprepared. I had no buffs on my aura. The Pali aura. You know what it was set to? The mount one. The one that makes you go faster in a mount. So I go into this battle completely 100% unprepared. Not even in the mind frame for it. And I despite i i hung in there i hung in there because you know for pvp you gotta kind of be in that right mindset kind of like the first fight's always a tough one it's coming back into a character even with npcs the first fight you come back into is always you you gotta like okay where are my keys again you know how do i do this oh right 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 pvp is even worse and having like zero experience with him in pvp I'll say it again. Tuh, I was terrible. I won't even lie to you about that. I won't even pretend I was this champion. No, I sucked. I so sucked. um I did die, but at least I got her down pretty well, too. I didn't even bubble. Yeah, I know. I know. You can call me a noob. Go ahead. I didn't even bubble. I forgot, okay? Yes, I forgot. It was only after I'm running back to my corpse that I went, oh crap, I didn't bubble. Yeah, that's how unprepared I was. So by the time I come back to my corpse, by the way, I was fighting her. And then all of a sudden I'm getting hammered on by fireballs. And it's like, oh, there's, there's the mage. <laughs> so I come back and the rest of the group has arrived and there's the gnome. And we go after the gnome and we get the gnome. Actually, hands down the first uh, shout out. The first one to get the gnome was our buddy Claw, Claudius, who who has recently dinged 70. Woot and is a a feral druid and just tore after him in that bear form and mauled the ever-loving crap out of him it was a sight to behold (laughs) so first down goes to claw he just beat the hell out of him it was great and we're all there and and then of course you know there's the corpse there's the little corpse and we all go woohoo as you will and then you hide because you know nobody's gonna rez right there on their body they're gonna rez in a in a semi-safe place so we're all kind of hanging out in the shadows, you know, peeking around the corner. And we're waiting, and we're waiting, we're waiting, like I ain't coming back. It's like the corpse is still there, it hasn't turned the skeleton yet. It has not turned to skeleton yet, so he hasn't come back yet. And second shout out of this uh, little episode that happened goes to our buddy Viva Mort, who is a undead, I believe warlock. If you're not a warlock, Viva Mort, I'm so sorry that I screwed up your class. But he is an undead, which is the important part. And he's like, I think mid 20s at this point. And he says, do you want me to like corpse eat him? And I'm all for it. I go, yes, do it, do it, do it. So he starts to, to corpse eat, you know, cause that cannibalize, sorry, I shouldn't say corpse eat. That sounds really like gross, but cannibalize like that's better, the gnome. And within I think two seconds he rezzed, it was a beautiful sight and it made me very envious and humble at the same time to the undead that you have i totally forgot you have that ability the cannibalize ability you don't see that very often or maybe because i don't bbb much i don't see it very often but it was like oh yeah i forgot you guys can do that that was great so you know next time somebody's beaten up on the crossroads or somewhere and you lower levels out there especially undead feel like you can't contribute or you're just going I ain't gonna get my butt kicked by this level 70 thank you when they do go down because they will go down eventually go ahead and use that cannibalize on them it'll make you feel so much better and you know what to the rest who can't do that pretend pretend you can cannibalize sit down and get out that turkey leg and just eat that turkey leg. Because it was a sight to behold. And the funniest part, though, was the guy rezzed in like two seconds. And we take off after him again, as you will. And we ended up downing him three times. Twice for his insolence and once for being a no. And then we let him go. And you may say, what? You let him go? Yes, we let him go. It's like three times is enough. Now, you're going to walk into a big, you know, other faction city. This is what you're going to get. But we're not going to, you know, honestly, we all got better things to do today. We're done so when he rested again he just took off out the doors and essentially we we were like you know the old western sheriff standing there going and don't you ever show your face in this town again we just wanted to make sure he went out the door and he did he went out the door took off and we could care less what happened to him since so yes it was a fun group so big thanks to directionally challenged who showed up and helped take down these very annoying lines oh you want to know their names their names were now here's the funny part we had bauble who was the gnome mage and oh god these these night elf names with the vowels i'll try it out ari <laughs> ari anha ari anna ha ha A R R I A N N A H. now when i first took their names they were both part of the same guild prior to recording this session I double checked just to be sure I had my my back straight as we like to have they're presently in separate guilds now and I think the reason maybe that they're in separate guilds is because like I said they both showed up and I took on the night elf and lost. And when I came back, man, the night owl was nowhere to be found and left this gnome with his butt hanging in the breeze. Just left him by himself. All by himself. And to me, that's a new stage of low. Now, maybe this is... I I don't know all for your every man for himself kind of thing you know he comes sauntering in and the minute the heavy guns show up you're like I'm out of here bye you know, is that what happens I don't know I haven't raided like that very often so I don't know but when I have raided way back when when I have done the occasional guild let's go beat up this yeah and the heavy guns show up Yeah, essentially kind of stick together. It's like, okay, we stand, we fall. Kind of rah, rah, rah attitude. I can't imagine leaving, especially since it was just the two of them. You two got it in your bright heads to come over and pick on Silver Moon City. One leaves now, okay, some of you may be saying, well, you don't know what was going on in the real life. That may be true. That could very well be true. Something went down in real life that this person had to jet off real quick and, and go attend to that's possible of course that's possible but um i don't know that just seemed you you left the poor gnome out there by himself and i actually have yes yeah, so you heard me i said poor gnome because he got his ass kicked three times and god knows how many times after he left we only did it three but just to, to leave your guildmate there by themselves in hostile territory that's just wrong that is a new stage of low there is very unwholesome something happening there to leave your guildmate behind so they're not in the same guild anymore either hmm i wonder but i just found that like just a whole new phase of of ugly that is a whole new phase of ugly right there and in, you know what we're, we have a special special song just for this night elf hunter Ari Anaha ha uh-huh, aha uh-huh. because that is a new kind of ugly
3: I knows me some ugly yeah yeah and you, you is ugly, yeah, yeah You so ugly, ugly, sticks get ugly when they hit by you You so ugly when you were a baby mama Tried to put a spoon of mushy peas in your ass I know it's me some ugly, yeah, yeah And you, you is ugly, yeah, yeah
1: Song actually. I've been looking for an excuse, just so you know. Looking for an excuse to play that song. And I found one. I found a reason to play it. And here, and we can play it again. Yes, we can. I guess it just cracks me up. I thought it was absolutely hysterical. But there is a whole level of ugliness. I mean, there's your general ugliness, and then there's like that whole really, really ugly. If you witness an ugly, not ugly, ugly something going down let us know and we'll talk about it and play the song look at that we'll talk and play the song because the song is cool so that's just uh that what see that's a long opening story probably not as exciting as you'd hope but there it is so yes for those thinking oh she doesn't have an opening story i did i had one just big, big blue studio all right well that's enough of that and let's go into a real music break yeah i think we need one We need a real one. Yes, we do. Okay, you talked me into it. Oh, hair
3: is nice this time of year. I check my bags and find my seat and buy a beer and settle in. Such is my life here on the road Now my seat back is up, tray table stowed And there's nothing to do I gotta get myself through So I am shopping in Sky Mall At Five Mile High Mall There always has just what I need When I get to the gate and remember too late I should have brought something to read I'm okay Cause I know that I'm gonna shop Sky mall. I bought a pair of bonsai trees I bought a big fake rock where I can hide my keys from everyone And I imagine what all To see this lovable Santa dance and sway To my favorite song My favorite holiday song And I am shopping in SkyMall I at my own high mall It always has just what I need When I get to the gate and remember too late I should have brought something to read I'm okay Cause I know that I'm gonna shop Skyfall In Cleveland, I bought a replica of the sword that was broken And then somewhere above Detroit, some successories that say lead with vision
1: Sky Mall by Jonathan Colton. And now, with much caution, we will allow the cow to come back in, because it is time for...
0: Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's the view from the barn with your host, Big V. 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 So, got some news. Cow... Yes, the cow has finally done the grand ding. The you know, the heavens parted. The lights shone down, and the Lord said, <laughs> "You have spent 24 days playing this game. 24 days, almost a month of my life that I am never ever gonna get back. I've spent in this game 24 days." Let me just throw it out there that that's the last time I'm doing a slash play time on anything. I'm just not. Not doing it anymore. I know I've talked about it before, but no, no, we're not doing that. No, that is a, a cruel, cruel thing. Okay. So we're not going to look at that any longer. The playing field does change at 70, like I gotta say. And I wasn't really sure how, I it would change, just wasn't really sure how. and... Things did change. I wasn't sure how it was going to happen. Actually, I had talked to our uh, resident warlock, Spooky, about it when I was 69. And I said, hey, does this... uh are you, you just kind of get to the point where you're like, okay, well, here I am. What do I do now? <laughs> he says, yeah, yeah, you do. I'm just I'm just doing dailies and such right now. I'm trying to find my way around. And I found out that that's really the way to do it. And so my life has become, to Cal, dailies. What do I do? I do dailies.
1: Well, the idea apparently is you hit 70 and... You do runs, you do raids.
0: Theoretically. uh, (laughs) Theoretically, that's what's supposed to happen. (laughs) For me, I'm doing dailies. Now, there's a good good thing about that. I'm going to get the flying mount pretty quick. I'm like within 300 gold. Cool. Yeah, and I found out I can make about 100 gold a day doing like 10 or 12 of these things, Mm -hmm. which is really, really nice chunk of coin. The dailies are good, but I'm finding out that they can be kind of brutal like okay the first one you know you get to the building well first of all just getting to the (laughs) dailies i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna ask anybody but i mean really what was going through my head was okay how the hell do i get there okay where and i saw that little snow globe they got sitting there in the middle of shat and i was like well there it is
1: jump up and down on it can i get in
0: yeah. <laughs> you knock knock now what a, come on nobody taught me the handshake nobody taught me the handshake i don't even have hands i have hooves so once i finally figured out how to get there you know here <laughs> i am um,
1: I'm, I'm curious how how did you find out how to get there
0: i think it was wow wiki yeah because i was sitting around going okay how to do this how do we do it yep standing here level 70 Really just don't want to ask anybody because I'm going to look like an idiot. Okay. Maybe if I just watch. Maybe somebody will say in general chat, you know, with the voice bubble, okay, I'm going to the Isle of Caldana's now and this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah, that didn't happen. (laughs) So I resorted to Wiki and figured it out on my own. So I was like, wait a minute, are you going to go to Silvermoon? Now, not knowing that there was a portal to Silvermoon, what do I do? Ah, I... I Take the portal to the Undercity. Then I take the Translocator Orb. Now, it's a ridiculous thing to see a cow walking around in Silvermoon City. Let me just tell you that
2: right.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I finally get out there. And you, you take the bird out there, and you're flying around. It's like, okay, so this is what the rest of the place looks like. Groovy. And then you land in a bunch of NPCs. I'm well, sorry,
1: <laughs> not to throw you off, yeah. but you do know there's a portal that takes you there, right? Do now. <laughs> there is the flight path in Silver Moon, which is actually how I found it the first time too but there's a portal in chat
0: yeah I know it's it's over there it looks like it's got like celestial boxes stacked up behind it yeah no there's a port know that now mm-hmm. there's not a port back no nope. unless you want unless it's, you want unless wanna, you do the quest uh, unless you do that quest for that crabby blood elf <laughs> and he <laughs> is crabby is he not, yeah he is Yeah, this is you and your precious teleportations. Maybe now you'll
1: see how... Yeah, yeah, shut up.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll take your damn leyline readings for you, sure you punts. Anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off, but I, no. I was just visualizing you time and again every day taking that flight out there. No well, like,
0: I don't do that. No, it only took I only took the flight once. Okay. Yeah, I kinda of, I figured it out somehow. I'm not sure. Somebody must have mentioned it.
1: I'm sorry, please continue. Yes, you landed NPCs.
0: Yeah uh, no matter no where or, you are. <laughs> no matter where you are there, you're amongst NPCs. But interestingly enough the lag is not as bad as it is in chat. I don't get that, but I mean there so I've hit some laggy patches, but yeah, not bad. So anyway, what's the first one you get? You get the arcane remnants or the arm the wards. That's what it is. And then you got to get this blue dust from the fiends.
1: From the crackhead not, blood elves. Yeah,
0: from the crackhead blood elves, you've got to get this stuff. Hey, they're the only ones holding. But in and amongst them are the most ruthless bastards that I've ever seen. The devourers. Oh my god, you can face pull those suckers from a mile away. You could just be sitting there, minding your own business, picking and scratching, as a tarn will do. And what's the next thing you hear? And they're on you. Like ten of them. Yeah, you because know, one yells, the others come with them. What the heck is this?
1: And they follow you to the ends of the freaking earth, too. Yeah, you don't get
0: away from them. No. Now, what kills me here is I can't find one single freaking fiend every time I log on. The only way I know who they are is because they're asleep right there. You know, they're sleeping one off. And they're devourer buddies, and there's always two of them. There's either one running around, or there's two of them sitting there. And they're and, and there's spaced so that you can't run by them. You always aggro them. Ugh. Anyway. I'm
1: uh, trying to remember if I've gotten that stuff off the Devourers.
0: No. Uh, yeah, it may drop, but it's rare if it drops at all. I just I kill get... everything. Uh, that's just well, the
1: best way to play it. Just kill everything. You know, really,
4: there is
0: there is that, but it hey, brings me to, to another point that I'm going to get to. It's about, you know, the utility of killing stuff that's not going to give you anything. These fiends are nowhere to be found until you've already got the dust. When you've stolen all the crack that you can and you're trying (laughs) to leave... Then they show up. You can't, I mean, you can't take a step without hitting them. It's unreal.
1: Well, that's actually a staple of Warcraft, period. man eh, I guess so. But, you
0: know, it's never been thrown into such sharp relief as it has at this particular time. But, you know, going back to what you were saying about just killing everything in your path, I mean, that's, you know, that's one way to go. I mean, let's face it, you're capped out, you can kill anything. Unless it's named Durn the Hunger. Um, <laughs> and I don't care how nice it is in Nagrand, if I see that big thing strolling towards me, I'm getting out of the way. The gronds were bad enough. And the thing about killing stuff is, is it's not, I, I'm not getting any joy out of killing stuff anymore. What, what do you get? You get cloth, you get coin, you get an occasional green, which is nice, but eh, it. It ain't blood dripping off the fangs. You know, you don't get to see. I, I didn't really realize how tied down I was to my XP bar until it was gone. Now, am I sad that it's gone? No, because that means I've capped, which is nice. But it's just sort of like, oh, okay, 48 silver. Some netherweave. Great.
1: The joy is gone. I'll
0: make. I'll make some bandages later. Good. Okay, let's go turn this back in. I don't know the yeah the yeah, the thrill of killing stuff is gone now. I mean it's because you don't have to kill stuff now. I mean, you got to kill well I mean, you have to kill the things that they want you to kill. You're more of a mercenary now than anything else. I'm surprised I'm not you know strolling around the aisle there seeing cows and berets reading you know Soldier of Fortune. That's all we are. We're just mercs, and I'm okay with that until I gotta uh, head out to. Uh, kill the naga over on green gill coast oh boy Um, but it's the coolest thing they've got these orbs of murloc control oh my god those are great (laughs) you throw one and the murlocs just tear off after the slave driver it's amazing. I wish it worked somewhere else. Yeah, I'm having a good time out there, though. It's it, it's a breath of fresh air. I mean, you're getting... Yeah, the quests aren't that hard. I mean, they're... yeah, you know, I'm not going to say I hadn't died out there, but it's usually because of a devourer, one too many. Yeah, The ads do come pretty uh, pretty quick out yeah. there, particularly with summoners. They're oh, my God, that's my worst. Yeah. The, yeah, I hate that. I hate it place uh-huh. the, the
1: evil blood elves or uh-huh. whatever the hell they are out in that one little area <gasps> oh my god i can't stand that's the worst for me that that part
0: yeah that's that's the one that i want to walk by and not do but hey you know it's like 10 gold and <laughs> so hey, it's it's still kind of hard for me to walk past something like that the ones that i love there are the bombing ah uh, the oh, bomb <laughs> they're love.
1: the best
0: you know, if for no other reason than to see a Taran riding on the dragon and that is a sight to behold, let me tell you right now. Yeah. Beauty. Well, the, that uh,
1: one they have you do is really epic. It's mm-hmm. not the ship one, it's the other one where you have to go out to the dead scar. Yeah. And um, that is just like, holy cat. the first time I saw that, wow.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good, seriously. And yeah, that one's a good time right there. Except I was trying to set everything on fire instead of dropping the arcane charges. I was wondering why it wouldn't work, because you got them both at the same time. Yeah. Uh, now, the one where they fly you out to the boat, okay, that's just a little annoying to me. Because what happens, the Dragonhawk lands you on the one boat that's got nobody on it. Why? Because you've got four bloody night elf hunters sitting there waiting on them to respawn. So why does your Dragonhawk land you there? Yeah, because he's an unrestrained dragon hog, apparently. So you know, they just jump ship, swim to the other one, and they will aggro. Yes, they will take a swing at one of them. They all get pissed. It's beautiful. That one's not my fave. I mean, I like the fact that you said uh, you can set fire to the, to the sails of the ships. That's just neat. But uh, killing the reservists, eh. but bombing the stuff in the dead scar. That's a good time. There's one there, though, that just aggravates the hell out of me. That just burns my bovine butt like a three-foot flame. And it's, um, it's the Begging Daily. I like to call it the NPR Daily, the National Public Radio Daily. Because you've got some blood elf standing in front of a statue telling you how lovely it is and begging you for ten gold. Please give us ten gold. And What?
2: No, that's
0: it. So, you're telling me I killed all those blood elves for free then? I'm just giving you your money back. What is this, a fundraising drive? No, thank you. (laughs) I don't think so. Thank you for your continued support of. No, sod off. I'm not like giving you 10 gold. I don't care how much rep you give me.
1: I don't think it's that much,
0: either. It's only like 150. I'm going to give you 10 gold. Hey, you can get you 10 gold right here. Piss off. 10 <laughs> gold, my big bovine. But,
1: yeah, she don't get a lot of activity. She, she's she got the the suck NPC job. Yeah, she does. <laughs>
0: I mean, now, I have given her the 10 gold because, hey, I want some of the rep, but then I think, wait a minute, I can just kill stuff and it would be all right. So I'll just go back to killing stuff and keep my gold. Thank you very much. So, yeah, the Begging Daily, NPR Daily. You know, you remember last week I was talking about elitism at level 70? Last week? Last show. Yes, I do remember that. Time does kind of run together for me, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like the 15. I I got some sad news for everybody who's making the grand push, and it's the fact that um, uh, elitism does not stop. It doesn't. It continues. It's actually a little worse. uh, Because it's not just the game that's taking the attitude. Uh, It's the players. Okay, I'm out there rolling crackheads for their mana remnants. And I get this whisper from somebody I thought I was talking to. uh, Somebody I thought was in the guild. And I just didn't look at the name real well. But his name was Viking Odin. He asked me, he says, hey, was asking me my stats. Yeah, I 36, 24, 36. I'm built No, <laughs> really. So I told him, I said, I got 10,000 health. I got 435 defense. And he, t- and he whispered back, oh, sorry. I was looking for a heroic. Okay. Don't think that didn't sting just a little bit. Mm. I'm sitting there going, brand new 70M, the new 70 cal. Woohoo planning my walk through Thunderbluff, which i haven't <laughs> done yet but i've got all my i've got all my emotes ready i've got all my macros made but yeah i'm sitting one yeah i know i'm not 490 defense yet yeah i know i'm not 12,000 000 help but i'm 70 damn it no, I got ga- now I gotta say, the guy was really nice. I mean he kept apologizing, He'd Go, sorry, sorry, sorry for bothering. But I mean what it came off as is like, oh, gee, sorry, didn't mean to point out that you're a hunchback. Wow. Gee, too bad. You know? You rode the short dragon hawk out here, didn't you? listen sitting there going, wow, I'm so inadequate now. Cool? No, inadequate yes. Ah, uh, uh, no, it was, it was, oh, it was, I, I was gutted. I was like, oh man, this is dreadful. Here I am. Yeehaw! And the moment's over. Let's just do some dailies now. Let's go farm netherweave somewhere. I'll go, yeah, fine. I'll go back to the Eastern Kingdoms. I'll go hang in Mulgore where they know how to treat you. Yeah, let me go grind some Thrallmar wrap now. Poor pitiful cow stuff aside. Being 70 is not. Nice. I like it. Right up until I um, get into that first instance and get my backside handed to me, it's going to be great.
1: (laughs) And that was View from the Barn with Big V. We thank Big V for doing that for us and managing not to blow anything up in the process. I have got I must take my hat off first to all Tauren players. This is not because we are just coming out of view from the barn, no. And this is not because some of the best players I know are Tauren. This is because I've actually rolled one. And my hat goes off to anybody who has played a Tauren over level five. As I just said, I recently rolled one why you may ask? Well, because in discussing various classes and whatnot with folks in my guild, I have been receiving glowing reports from those who chose to be a druid. Ask them, so how's that working out for you? And and I've heard glowing, glowing reports about how awesome the druid class is. Having never really ventured into it too much, and since this is coming from two people whose opinion I value very highly, I decided, why not? Let me, let me try a druid on a, on a more serious level. Cause it's been a long time. And of course, the only druid you can get are Torrid. on the horde side. The only druid you got, tauren druid. Roll up a Torin. Haven't played one in a long time. It is amazing, it's very bicycle-like though, isn't it? Even if you haven't played a particular class, or rather a rather particular race in a long time, you still remember where everything is. But I roll one up and I go through the kindergarten at a decent clip and I head on out into the real world. Well, real for World of Warcraft, and move up to I, I graduate, I move up. And this is where my kudos go out to All and who made it past this point. Because it's a really busy area. I think. It's a really busy area in comparison to some other grammar school areas honestly if my memory it's been a long time but if my memory is serving correctly undead have got it rough too undead also have longest freaking run i think out of just about anybody although that run from razor hill to Orgamars is pretty long too but you know it's in that that valley it's in that you know canyon valley undead have got it bad because they got like bats and demon dogs and crap coming at them and zombies over the bridge and everything just to get to their, their grammar school. It's, it's rough. And then, of course, all the quests send you back where you just came from. So that's a rough one. Touring also are rough. The hike to the grammar school isn't too bad. It's, oh my god, the, the plains. There are coyotes every two steps. You can't turn around without seeing a coyote. And you know what else? I figured it out. I figured out Big V's deep-seated hatred for the birds in Azeroth. I know why. I know where it, it started back then. It started in grammar school. That's where it came from because there are two quests that you take on early on that involve birds. One are the swoopy birds and one are the plane stalkers that make you feel really bad when you kill them because they make such a pathetic noise. It's hard enough to track these guys down but even if you manage to kill them it doesn't guarantee they're gonna have the quest item that you're looking for on them. I can see where Big V developed this hatred from. It started back in grammar school and it has just carried with him subconsciously all this time. So that is my first hats off to anyone who's made it past level 5 as a, as a Toran, as any class because that is just really busy. I mean, you just really can't turn around without a, some coyote chewing on your butt there. And, and of course, you really don't need them for anything. 10,000 quests and none of them want coyotes. Like, come on, are you sure? You're almost trying to talk the NPC into it. You sure you don't want a coyote? There are 8,000 of them. But the Tauren have got, one thing I do love about the Tauren is they're a very nature, spiritual race of Azeroth, which is just awesome and one of the early on quests which anyone i'm sure who has done this remembers is the spirit wolf quest which is cool spirit wolf quest is absolutely cool you gotta gather whatever and you go and you summit the spirit wolf and you follow the spirit wolf here's the problem though i have with this quest and with the spirit wolf spirit wolf could give a rat's ass if you can follow him or not and it's not because he goes fast he doesn't it's he Cuts through the plains and just walks through anything that you were going to aggro from 10 feet away. And Spirit Wolf does not care. Spirit Wolf also will not stop and help you. Spirit Wolf will continue on its merry little way to its destination. And if you lose it, uh, too bad for you, huh? That's my problem with Spirit Wolf. You know, there's a Spirit Wolf quest like this out in Outlands. And it's the same damn wolf. I'm telling you right now, it's the same freaking wolf. That they get the Spirit wolf's the same one, because he does the same thing. And now this is even worse, because he's going not only where there are hellbores and big vultures and God knows what else. No, he's going where the freaking Reaver walks. And Spirit Wolf does also at that level, doesn't care if you follow him or not, if you're able to keep up. Too bad for you if you can Spirit Wolf doesn't give a crap. But anyway... <laughs> But it is very, a a cool thing, you know, follow the spirit wolf and then you go to the cave and he gives you the cloak of crappiness or whatever and sends you out forthwith to go visit another spirit. It's very, very cool. But as I said, I rolled a druid. Now I approach and get to level 10 and thinking, all right, here we go. Level 10. Now, having done this a long time ago, I do know that at level 10, you get your bear quest. Your, your bear form, rather. You get the quest to get the bear form. I first go to... I can't think of the name. Bloodhoof Village? Some village. The the grammar school. And I see the trainer who says, Go forthwith to Thunderbluff. And see the trainer there. And I go, Sure. And I hearth back there because the walk's too damn long. And I go and I see the druid trainer there who says, Okay, we're gonna teach you a spell. We're gonna teach you a neat little trick here that only you can do. And you can now go to... Oh, Fudge, what is the name of the place? Moon, Moon, Moon Moonville, Moon, Moon something. I'll remember it after I'm done recording, but for now, it's Moon something. The place by Winterspring, the druid place, that place. Gives you the spell to go teleport yourself out there. I teleport myself out there and go see the bloody night elf waiting for me to to impart wisdom. And they look upon you and say, oh, another noob, huh? All right, fine. Go forth (laughs) and seek out Jan great spirit bear and learn from him and you go forth and and let me tell you blizz got it right on the because if you wanted to make a great spirit bear they did this thing is huge this thing is monstrous this this is what i would if i wanted to make a great spirit bear i would make this he's huge which is what he should be he's a spirit bear come on now as an aside has anyone tried to kill great spirit bear can he be killed i don't think so i'm not sure if he's one of those pvp targets or not i kind of doubt he's not but you know it really would be funny to see one of these overly confident people go up to great spirit bear and poke him with a stick and just watch great spirit bear maul the ever-loving crap out of them wouldn't that be fun wouldn't you pay tickets for that i would i would love to see that happen you know some little somebody walking up to him with a stick and poking him in the butt poking him in the big bear butt and have spirit well, uh great spirit bear turn around and just maul him. that would be fun anyway i'm sorry minor aside we have there i don't think you can attack great spirit bear but anyway great spirit bear talks to you and tells you something i actually did read it i decided you know i'm gonna actually read instead of just going click 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 i'm gonna actually read this and it's very cool it's extremely cool awesome stuff okay i have learned all i can from the great spirit bear go back to the night elf Night Elf says, I can see a change in you, young noob. Now, go f- back to Thunderbluff and tell them all you have learned. And I say, um, can you give me a lift? Can you give me a, a taxi of some nature? A quarter? Make a phone call? Tell somebody to pick me up? How am I to get back to Thunderbluff? We don't have that. That's not my problem. You go back to Thunderbluff Now, for those of you who remember, when I first started telling this story, I mentioned I had hearthed. Out of laziness to Thunderbluff. Hearth still had a long way to go before it was reset. Because it was set to Thunderbluff, so I had like, you know, 50 minutes on the hearth. And I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And I know where I'm connected to, and ain't no way a level 10 is walking through that, and that without dying several times. You know what they should do with that, by the way? Just as is an, uh, an opinion on that. There is a quest, pick it up in UBRS, and it's, oh, what the heck is it called? A weebies scale or something like that. And it's, so you pick up this scale and you gotta take it out to some chick on top of a mountain out in Windsor Spring. You gotta go through the scary dragon cave, which isn't scary anymore, and stand upon the blue cobalt circle and use the scale and get teleported up to the mountain. And you talk to her and she says, are you ready to go forth? And you say, yeah, and she kicks you into the plaguelands which i think is great if you haven't done this just do it she she does she kicks you from winter spring into the plaguelands that's how far she kicks you i think the druid should do the same thing to you they should say okay go for it now because there's only two races that are druids now you got the tauren and you got the night elves there's only two of us you obviously knew i'm a tauren and then i have to go back to Thunderbluff. that is in your programming so why can't you just drop kick my butt back there? No, you leave me on my own to figure out how to do this. And if you have used your hearth as I did, you're to SOL. They should just drop kick you. Come forth, oh noob druid. And just kick you all the way back to Thunder Bluff. Or to wherever the night elves go. I don't know where the heck they go, but they go somewhere, I'm sure. But no, they leave you on your own. Okay, now I had a vague recollection of there being a flight path somewhere here. I mean I had been there for like the fire festival and stuff, or whatever the heck they, whatever the heck is going on out there. I forgot what it is, Lunar Festival something with the fireworks and the big 70 plus elite 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 that nobody can kill without a 40 man raid, yeah that. So I knew there was a flight path around there somewhere and I find it. I find it and I'm all happy and proud of myself but I said cool I'll just take a flight back this is awesome. Little did I know that the flight would be longer than than waiting for my Hearthstone to reset. No flight should be this long. No flight. There is no flight that should, at least not without a snack in a movie. Dear God, not only was I AFK, I was, you know, disconnected from server, and my account had expired by the time I landed. My character had hemorrhoids from sitting on this winged lion for so frickin' long. Dear God. Oh my God, no flight should be this long. Okay, none. Although it is, I would probably say for a new player coming into this, finding the flight path, not that the NPCs are any help because of course it's got to take you back over like Windsor Spring and the Plague Lands and Fellwood not the Plague Lands Fellwood that's it they look the same so if you had not been there before you're getting kind of a sneak peek like if you look down and see everything running around going well oh, I can't beat that because of course it's showing skulls to you at that when you're so young at 10 so I finally land get some preparation age no um, go back to the druid guy I'm like okay here we go bear me give me the bear bear me baby come on and the druid master says ah young one i see you have you have a different look in your eyes yeah 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 give me the bear give me the bear you have learned much from the great bear spirit yes i have give me the bear give me the bear now for the true source of your skills the true test of your skills is now coming oh it's now coming sitting on a freaking flight path was not enough for you no no now i have more no bear no bear spelled change me not yet huh okay fine And he sends you, (laughs) for those who remember, if you've done it, you remember this, the fabulous directions that they give you. Go to the border of Mulgar and the Barrens. There's a a rock that you gotta sprinkle some moon dust on and it will summon forth a moonkin. And in the great fine tradition of druids everywhere, in respecting life and other creatures, kill it. But I love the directions. Yeah, somewhere over on the border, north, on this continent, there is something. There's a rock you gotta find. Go forth, young one. Find it. I haven't gotten that far. I haven't found this yet because, well, I haven't. So I will keep you guys posted on what happens thereafter and if I ever get my bear form. And maybe I will. But let me tell you, I'm, uh, I'm. I go well, 'cause at level ten now you got talent points so you, I'm like looking at everything because I asked I'm like, well, what's the difference between you know the bear and the tree and the 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 moonkin and I'm here, you know well, the bears for tanking, the tree is for healing, the moonkin's for d p s and I'm checking Let me tell you, all right, yeah, moonkins look a little silly, okay, they look a lot silly, but dang, I'm looking at these talent points that lead up to it. It's like, holy cow, yeah, I'd look like that too for this kind of damage. Jesus jeez, geez. wow. But they really, I mean, come on. They really ought to make them look a little cooler. I mean, maybe some of yous out there, some druids out there who have this form think it's awesome and cool. I think it's a little silly looking, okay? It's like a Frankenstein experiment combat. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to all of the Moonkin druids. I am so sorry, but it looks silly. They really ought to sleek it up. They really gotta I really feel they should sleek it up because it's just like well maybe that 's the thing, maybe that 's like the secret catch to it. maybe that 's it. You go up to like the enemy looking like this, and they fall over laughing so damn hard at you that you could just kick their ass afterwards because they 're too busy laughing at you that they don 't see when you wind up and and clock 'em right between the eyes maybe that 's the the tactic i don 't know personally though i'm i despite the fact that i was salivating over the talent points for for that for the moon kid i'm like oh i gotta say i'm i'm leaning towards the tree and the reason i'm leaning towards the tree is two reasons one because when they dance they do the twist which is really cute and now i put forth a question to all our tree druids i have a question because as you know, the druid tree form looks like, well, the other walking trees that you run into in wherever. In Outlands and Azeroth, they're the walking trees. Which, by the way, I was very glad to see brought back into the Blood Elf Kindergarten. And here's why. They're just baby walking trees. But they brought the same animation back in. Here's why I'm glad they did it. Because they have got probably one of the funniest death scenes I've ever seen there's the one actually where you do the final blow and they spin around and come flying off in half that's not the one and i think you know which one i'm talking about it's the one where you take your final swing and they stop they pause for a moment and they look left and they look right and then they get this look of real surprise and fall over First time I saw that I hurt myself laughing so hard. That was great. I love it. And I was very glad to see it brought back in the kindergarten of the blood elves. They they don't call them... I don't know what the hell they call them. They call them... uh, I can't even remember what they call them. They call them something cute. They call them... because they're babies, you know. They call them something cute, but the death scene is still the same. My question to you tree druids is if you die in that form, in the tree form, do you get that cool death? Do you get to death where you look left and you look right and you realize you've been sliced in the middle and fall over? Does that happen? Or is that NPC only? Please write in and let us know. Because I would- if if that's the case, I'm so a tree. I am so a tree druid if that is the case. Because I love that and I would love to see it happen to me. I, I would go around in tree form deliberately looking for something to kick my ass, just so I could see it happen. So if it does happen, please let me know. I'd Be kind of disappointed if it doesn't. Get kind real disappointed if it doesn't happen. So that has been my journey uh, presently through Mulgore. As I foots around with the Druid class, I, I, as you can hear, I have not gotten very far with it, but we'll see if I can stick with it and continue. Let me tell you, man, that's a tough thing. Torrents have got it rough. You don't appreciate how rough a Torrent has it until you play a Torrent. They do, they have a rough, no wonder it's like, ooh, very busy area. The other thing I'm wondering, and I haven't gotten there yet, and I bet you they make it, they, they do, they make you do it. Connected to the Torrin area. By the way, Camp T is connected to Molgor. Now on one side you have level 8 and 9 and 10 NPCs, and you cross the invisible line and suddenly they're level 24. This is a considerable jump and you have is is i'm assuming this has to happen this way you have to go through like camp t and down the freaking road the gold road or whatever it's called into the crossroads to pick up you know from junior high as it were as you continue once you finish off all the mulgore stuff is that you have to hoof it no pun but do you have to run all that way through that higher level stuff or are they kind enough to at least give you, like, a quest for a flight path, maybe, to the crossroads? I don't know. I haven't finished all the quests there yet. I'm, I'm kind of hoping. It's like, do you please give me a flight path? Are they that cruel that they're going to make you run? I hope not. Because that's really mean. Like, <laughs> good lord. Talk about throwing you into the fire there. Wow. That's the case, man. I, I Even more kudos to anyone playing a and Even more. Because right now you got a lot of kudos from me for, for sticking with it through all of that. Wow. So anyway, that, that is, uh, well, that's what I've been doing. Sort of, kind of, on a side thing there. And I wanted to share that with you because, well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to share adventures with you. But now I'm going to play a little ditty. Because, actually, it is Father's Day. If you're listening to the show airing on its air date, it is June 15th. It is Father's Day. And we have a special song for all those dads out there. Yes, we do. We won't keep you in suspense any longer. Here it is.
3: I guess I was skeptical when I first met Dr. Martin we could build a baby out of DNA and although it was expensive it was legal in the states where it wasn't banned it was Betty who suggested we cut out the parts of me that she can't stand we made an appointment Betty went alone they worked out the details and then coming Things are getting better for Betty and me We're making us a baby that's just like me Only better and Betty says he'll be taller And Betty says he'll be smarter and Betty says that our baby will be better than me Betty was pretty firm about our baby being human I said we should give him wings and a nice prehensile tail He could travel at the circus making money, making friends God sakes would you turn that TV down Now I've seen Betty happy but she's never been like this She goes like someone's girlfriend in the middle of a kiss And I'm excited too Cause things are getting better Betty and me We're making us a baby that's just like me Only better And Betty says he'll be taller And Betty says he'll be smarter And Betty says that our And the love inside them thunder's like a storm And I hope the they that keeps them in is comfortable and warm I hope the nutritive solution that they're feeding them doesn't make him fat Betty's been spending lots of time out late with Dr. Martin She says that they're working on the baby every night And Dr. Martin sends her presents like new underwear and a bottle of wine I'll just keep on writing checks until the day that baby is mine He might have my mustache or my freckles or my eyes Betty thinks it's better We keep it a surprise I hope I find out soon Things are getting better for Betty and me We're making us a baby that's just like me, only better Betty says he'll be taller and Betty says he'll be taller that our baby will be better than baby will be better than baby will be better than me
1: well what type of song did you expect on a this type of podcast World of Warcraft podcast. What kind of Father's Day song did you think we were gonna have? That is, of course, Jonathan Colton and Betty and Me. Yes, it is a Jonathan Colton podcast song show we have here for you today. By the way, I know, I, and, like, you're gonna hear it later, we had a ton of links for you guys. Oh my goodness, tons of links. But, One I will mention now is the machinima for that very song, which is really well done. Uh, The guy who does this, he does a couple for Jonathan Colton. Uh, Of course, my absolute favorite that I saw from him was Code Monkey. Love the one he did for that, but this one's really good too. Uh, We will link it, or you can just type, uh, go on YouTube and type in Betty and me, and I'm sure it'll show up. And now as we move into the last part of our show... What shall we begin with we have so many cool things this this show it's really cool but you know what let us return to a familiar voice and enjoy the very interesting blog of zog
0: hey, zog give us the blog man don't make us come and get it
5: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and I welcome you all to another segment of your monthly Zoglog. First off, I was quite surprised to find that I had an email from the infamous Krakashian. Dear Zog, he writes, I eagerly await your purchase of a game card. I will be waiting for you in hellfire with my close friend the Fell Reaver, in tow, despite my enjoyment of your self-delivered blog. Perhaps this email hits the show so that everybody can know that I am very proud of your work uh, on For the Horde Radio. Again, For the Horde, your pal Precaution. Well, Precaution, I'd like to thank you personally uh, for your wonderful email and let you know that the fell Reaver is the exact reason why I keep a steady supply of gnome universal remotes on me. Secondly, I would like to let the world know that yes, at last, finally, I know it's a miracle, I have obtained a WoW card. Uh, I haven't broken it in yet uh but i'm very excited about it i mean i haven't played the game for like two months i'm just gonna open it up and it's gonna be like
1: oh colors
5: so that'll probably be very very entertaining lastly before i get into the majority of my segment this month i would like to congratulate Progression, along with his bovine companion aquine and my hostage jebdo who we will get to know personally a little later they have all managed to graduate the real world high school and have begun their Journey into the outlands of the world. Grats to all you guys on making it out of kindergarten. I'd also like to take a moment to congratulate myself. Okay, that was awesome. All right, now then. As previously mentioned, I have, in my journeys, stumbled and fought many battles. But after a strenuous process and fifty containers of yupperware. I have managed to obtain a hostage by the name of Jebdo. Now, Jebdo, if that is your real screen name, what do you have to say yourself? Myself. For yourself. For myself. For yourself. He's speaking some kind of language or some kind of language barrier. What is it?
4: Hmm? Hmm? I'm an alliance. Oh, there we go.
5: So, an alliance, eh? Why the alliance?
4: Well, honestly, those gnomes, you know, they, at first look, they just look cool.
5: Hold the, hold the phone! The gnomes? Cool? They, those they... two don't belong in the same sentence. My lord, what, what is wrong
4: with you? They hypnotized me. They, with what? Well, they are mages. This is true. Now then, Jebdo, what species
5: on the Alliance are you?
4: Oh yeah, your favorite, Night Elf. Oh, Big B,
5: where are you when we need you? What is it with you eyed elves? You night elves and your glowing eyes. Why do they even glow? There's no
4: reason. Well, there's an interesting story behind that, actually. Oh, really? Really? Do do tell. Well, you know, back in the days of Brewfest, the original Brewfest, the good Brewfest, oh, let's see, we had the ogre brews, we had the human brews, we had all the brews. I tried them all because, well, I'm a night elf. And so I tried the ogre brews, and of course, that stuff hits you pretty hard. And so why not? Let's go for the human ones, too. But then this gnome, gnome, I should say, came up and said, well... Here's my brew, and he looked kinda iffy, if you ask me. He had a trench coat on. And I said, well, I'm already pretty much hammered, so I said, what? what the hell? So I grabbed it, and I took it, and you know what? It knocked me right out. I woke up 12 weeks later, I was told, and you know what, these eyes just, they were glowing. I don't know what to do, but hey, it's, it's awfully convenient. I can see anywhere now, so I just left it the way it was. Didn't bother to hunt him down, though.
5: Hmm, interesting. Chocolate or vanilla?
4: i uh, let's see, chocolate. You're wrong. Oh. I am.
5: Yes, you're wrong. Now then, well, how do you have to say for yourself and the majority of your uh, allegiances and their shameful activities picking on us poor horde folk?
4: I'm just gonna have to say that we ca- we take what we can get. We can't beat you guys because we suck. I know I hate saying it myself, but we actually do suck. We lose all the battlegrounds. And so when we see a Lobie Horde, we say, hey, you know what? Easy pickings. We go after and We try and take them. Most of the times we lose because they have a big level of friends. But we get what we can get. How do you sleep at night? I don't. I'm a night elf. Right. So then, what do you have to say on
5: the subject of gnome stirred
4: coffee? It's awful. I tried one, never go back. Really? Really, I the humans make a much better coffee. Mm-hmm. So I've heard. Though mm-hmm. so, I'm going to have to go with the uh, undead. It's always much more hardcore. Oh, I'm I assuming like so. So, what do you have to say about bunny killing? Oh, bunny killing. See, there aren't actually many bunnies up in my big tree that you guys probably still haven't found.
5: Yeah, we're still looking for a way to yeah, chop that thing down. Yeah,
4: no, see, the thing is, yeah, you can't get in. You try, but you actually can't. It's, it's a tree. You can't get inside it. Only we can. But the thing, there's not many bunnies in there, to tell you the truth. So when I first saw one, I was scared. I was scared and I killed it. It was out of instinct, and I've never felt the same again. Honestly, it haunts the dreams I do not have. You are a disgusting creature.
5: So then, assuming that you are a night owl, you must be a druid.
4: It's true. You are aware that druids are completely overpowered. It's also true. What do you have to say for yourself? That I will, if tempted to, fly very high above you and turn into a bear and fall on you. You will rar-bomb me? I will rar-bomb you. You are disgusting. I know. You just never quite come back from a rar-bombing. You just had a bear fall on you. How does that feel? I...
2: Bear form. <laughs>
5: Auntie Ed, do you have any questions that you would like to ask our uh, alliance?
1: Can you explain that dance of yours?
5: Yes, the dance. What is it with that dance?
4: Oh the dancing. See I am a male night elf. I am a male night elf. And I know,
5: I can tell, it's uh, disgusting. Yes, I know,
4: it's just well. That's the thing is we don't get much uh, you know, media coverage. We don't get to watch T V. Because we're in a tree, and we don't get electricity out there. So, like, the one time I did go to Stormwind, I'll never go back, it smells there. We, uh, we did, me and my friends, we went into the bar, we watched TV, and yes, of course, it was Thriller. It was Michael Jackson, and it just hit me. I looked at it, and that, like, hallelujah music came on, and I just said, wow. And I learned it. I learned it front to back, and I've never gone back since. And you know what? It works. Those night elf girls, they love Thriller. They're all over me. Just to let you know. You do this in your spare time. I do this all the time. You should just want to know what I do in my spare time. Yeah, I, I would hope it's questing, but apparently not. No. PvP. I'm a druid. I can do whatever I want, basically. So I don't PvP just because it's just not fair. Although we do lose the battlegrounds, so maybe they need might help. Oh, I should really go do that. Yeah. Yeah, let's finish this interrogation so that I can go and change the world again. You are disgusting, period. Well
5: then, Jebdo, I have a couple more closing statements and... Questions I have for you.
4: Why are the gnomes even part of the Alliance? From what I hear, you guys don't even like them. No, it's true, we don't. We actually probably hate them more than you. I know it's a surprise, but hey, we spend a lot more time with them than you do. And we're the ones that get to hear them talk. You gotta imagine that's bad. I mean, the slash train, the slash cry all the time. Oh, it's just killer. At least and, I can't understand them. Oh, yeah, you are so lucky, man. So I, ah, jeez, those gnomes. It's true, their main city, They had one. They had a capital city. It's Gnomeregan now. It was called that before, but it's infested with chogs and it's pretty much gone. They tried to save it, but they failed. So they ran to us and said, hey, help us, please help us. And we thought, hey, they're cute. Let's let them in. And so we did. And that was the biggest mistake the Alliance has ever made.
5: Yes, we can tell. The whole world suffered with it. How do you explain that Halloween undead gnome? Who wants to be an undead gnome for
4: Halloween? Well, think about it. Halloween, scary costume. What's scarier than a gnome? Touché.
5: Well, then, I have one final question. Dwarf women, where are they?
4: Um, we're hiding them. They're in the middle of Ironforge. There aren't many of them out there because nobody wants to look at them, so we just keep them in a cell on the back, and whenever we run out of dwarves, we just, you know, I won't explain.
5: That's, that's so horrible and disgusting. I'm undead.
4: I don't even have a liver, and I
5: find that disgusting. Well, then, I suppose the amount of information you have given me is sufficient enough do you have any closing statements you'd like to make, Jebdo? Don't hear me off a clip. Maybe. I'll think about it. Fear! Um, that was Jebdo, the Alliance Night Elf. Jebdo would like to let you guys know that he has full intentions of eventually making a conversion to the horde and we will welcome him with open arms considering he will not shank me as a rogue that pretty much concludes this month's log blog uh here's to hoping you all are doing well and to a uh, huge thank you to Auntie ed and big v for allowing me on the show and hopefully you guys will see me online again i play on the e server and i'm always looking for new people to play with as well as a new guild considering mine is disbanded big surprise strength and honor
1: and thank you Zog for that blog very interesting stuff boy I must have been a big container you had there to shove a night elf in there but yes just so everyone knows Jebdo has uh, come over to the Horde side and we actually have an email from him a little later on in the show but thank you both guys for doing that very good stuff we have something else we have another special treat for you guys and this was sent in to us from zathras of the echo Isles server and it's actually useful information which you don't often get here at for the horde radio we we as you know steer clear of things that are actually useful and helpful we don't talk about that stuff but we have from Zatharus has sent us in a very nice piece of useful information which I think you guys are gonna enjoy.
6: Hello, this is Zathris with your Tri-Weekly Add-On Tip. To begin with I'd like to talk very generally about Add-Ons. Now, for those of you who have never heard of add-ons, well, Wiki describes them as follows. A UI add-on or mod, the terms tend to be used interchangeably, is anything that provides modifications or add-on to the original base user interface as supplied by Blizzard. The changes may be purely cosmetic, such as changes to the color of the bars from the standard gray to a fluorescent pink. They may make it so that you can change where or how things are displayed on your screen. And they may also provide additional information or functionality. Now the question everyone always seems to ask is, are these allowed? The short answer is, usually. 99% of all the add-ons out there are fine, and Blizzard has no problem with them. Heck, they even have an add-on form on their website. There are, however, some add-ons that go against the user agreement, but they are very rare, and usually the community is quick to point these out. So, if you want to give add-ons a try, then a whole new way of playing awaits you. But before you go diving in, Here are a couple quick things to keep in mind. One, only download and install add-ons from sources that are trustworthy. Practice safe internet usage and remember to keep your antivirus and anti-spyware up to date. Most people who have their accounts hacked have it from either buying gold or from installing an add-on that has a keylogger. Most add-ons, once again, are totally harmless, but always think before you install. The three biggest add-on sites are curse.com, wowinterface.com, and worldofwar.net. Second, add-ons will use system resources and will slow down how fast your World of Warcraft does load. This is a cumulative effect. One or two add-ons really won't cause that much of a slowdown, however 20 to 30 and you'll be staring at that loading screen for quite a while. Three, If you're new to add-ons, please, please, please start small with only one or two. This will help you understand what the heck is going on. Nothing can be worse than to go from nothing, no add-ons at all, to 15 in one shot and you have no idea what's on your screen, why it's there, and how to change it. Fourth, some add-ons will conflict with one another. It's a sad fact of life and you'll eventually have to decide what add-on you value more. So, with all that being said, I've decided to kick off my reviews with an add-on that Auntie Ed made clear she was in sore need of last week. Have you ever been playing, minding your own business, maybe just trying to kill a few things or gather some resources when BLAMMO! A duel request comes up on your screen from someone you've never talked to. How rude. How about when you decide to soak your feet in the pool of Thunder Bluff when a charter request suddenly pops up from some drive-by player. Perhaps it's a guild invite when you're ungilded. Or, of course, hanging out in Orgrimmar when a party invite comes across your screen from someone who expects you to just drop what you're doing and run them through Ragefire Chasm right then and there. Well, my friends, if you follow my advice and install auto-decline, those days will soon be coming to an end. Auto-decline automatically denies all party invites, dual challenges, and guild or charter invites. But, as Yogi would say, it's smarter than your average bear. By default, it will allow those requests to come through that come from people on your friends list, people in your guild, or if they were one of the last five people to whisper you. Auto-decline is also highly configurable. It can execute a series of slash commands after it blocks your request. Now, you can really let your imagination go, but imagine letting the smeghead know exactly what you think of them. When their party request is automatic de- automatically declined, you insult them and then put them on ignore. The possibilities are endless. Now, if all this sounds like something you would like, head on over to curse.com and search for auto decline. That's A-U-T-O-D-E-C-L-I-N-E. This has been Zathras with your Tri-Weekly add-on tip. I now return you to your normally scheduled podcast.
1: And thank you, Zathras, for sending that in. Very cool. This is things you would not get from me. (laughs) My description of an add-on is, you know, that that thing you install, that does stuff yeah that so thank you very much for suggesting that very cool add-on which seems to work much like a lucky charm because since i have installed it not one person has done any has not come up to me for group has not asked no nothing absolutely nothing has not asked for any of it so it works it does work even though not quite in the way it, I think it's supposed to. But it does work. Great stuff. Thank you so much for doing that up and sending it in. All right. We have a couple of phone calls to play for you now. And the first one comes from our buddy, Esk.
6: What's up, FDH Radio? Uh, I just had a question. I heard a rumor from one of my friends the other day that Microsoft and Blizzard had something going with World of Warcraft on X Place And I thought that was pretty sketchy, so I don't know if you know anything, but I thought I'd let you know. Alright, it's really hard.
1: Thank you first for your phone call. And I did some research on this. And what I found is apparently this rumor has been going around for a while. About the only article I found on it is dated back from October of 2005. So this has been buzzing around for quite some time, apparently. Uh, the rumor control has it that perhaps they were talking about StarCraft uh, since it's been going around now for, what, three years, <laughs> give or take. And apparently when this article was written, it had been going on even before that I'm thinking... eh, Probably not. I also can't imagine how on earth would you get Warcraft into a console game. It's possible. Although we all remember, though, the great Molten Core console game. (laughs) That was cute. I I have mentioned that. The the April Fools. That was just adorable. But anyway. uh, So I don't think it's going to hit console games. I can't imagine how the heck they would pull it off if they even could do it. But I I think it's just rumor control. But thank you for bringing that question up. If anybody knows something uh, a little more concrete or has information about this, this would be great if you could send it in to us and let us know. Thank you very much for your phone call. We have another phone call from Urox who wishes to address, for those who remember last show, we had a very, oh, it was just heart-wrenching phone call from a listener. And, and Aurox called in also to address this player.
6: Hey, Big V. Hey, Auntie Ed. This is Aurox. I was listening to For the Horde Radio, episode 19, and heard the call from that guy with the fell reaver fixation and the unfortunate taste. ...for Tarn. I just wanted you to know, big guy. Whenever I can, I'll be there to help watch your back. I've even got my buddy Beavermork to help. Oh, you should see him. He's just got his yupperware. And he's just sitting there, giggling maniacally to himself. He can't wait to try it out. We'll be seeing you around the barn. So be brave, buckaroo. You've got lots of friends... And we're all there for you and for the Horde.
1: And thank you, Urox, for sending in your well wishes. Since we have gotten that phone call, the level of concern for Big V's safety has risen. And we're all just kind of being careful and looking around and being sure that, that he's all right. But thank you for sending that in. And now, before we get into emails, we have a a special thing. We have so many special things for you this show. It's great. We have a special segment, which we haven't had in a few shows. So, without further ado, here we go. We come before you today to call recognition to another Outstanding Player. This player has received numerous nominations from many others, and it is high time we recognize his giving and unselfish nature. We will list here just some of his accomplishments. He has been noted to have given gold to shaman magic, to help him pay for his level 14 mount. This was done without being asked, and in secret, so that no attention was called to this giving act of kindness. This player has also come across far lands to help Sneak Sneak in Stranglethorn Vale with an evil troll boss. Swooping in like the wind, he came and helped conquer the mighty troll boss, and then, when no further assistance was required, faded away gallantly without any fanfare or mention of his deed. This player has also, time and again, assisted offline and online with the Scarlet Monastery, helping them with the instance. He would run through with them, without wearing pants. Wait, 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 without wearing pants? Are you sure that's what what it says? Really? All right. He would run in Scarlet Monastery with them, without wearing pants, and using nothing but a gray dagger, so that they, too, ...could participate in the action and in the instance. The list of great deeds done by this player goes on... ...and it is high time we recognize his heroic qualities. So, to Windbite of the directionally challenged guild... ...you have shown to many your giving nature... And have set an example to us all. Words cannot express our thanks to you. But we do thank you, Windbite, for all of your giving and all of your effort. And for showing us what it means to be an outstanding player. Is that not the best? Is that not the best? I absolutely love doing those. Thank you very much to Windbite. Thank you very much for all of your great, great, great deeds. And yes, many people came to me saying, Hey, I got a great one for for Outstanding Player. And, And it was all Windbite. It was fabulous. I absolutely love that. If you know somebody who you want to recommend as an Outstanding Player... Please let us know. But before we get into emails, yes, I know, there's always a before we get into something. We have a shout-out. Yes, a shout-out. And this is a shout-out I'm a little delayed in getting to, and I apologize. But better to have a delayed shout-out than no shout-out at all. This is a shout-out to Bugs Reaper of Directionally Challenged. From all of us in Directionally Challenged, we give you a huge shout-out. Bugs Reaper was shipped overseas a few weeks ago. So we want to say we miss you, and we hope you come home real soon. Be safe, and uh, just just come on home as soon as you can, buddy. And now, yes, yes, now, now we can get into the...
2: Reading of the email.
1: We have an email from Galen. We screwed up the name last time. We, uh, <laughs> and, an we may, yeah,
0: and we may have done it again this time. And but. we may
1: have done it again. Even though you told us how it's pronounced, we may have screwed it up again. But we have an email from you. You know who you are. It says Dear Annie Ed and Big V, it's Galen again. Guess what? You have new neighbors. Me and my friend reached level 55. We couldn't STAND the PvP server any longer. No offense to the Horde, but they seemed very spiteful. I don't hold it against them, since I'm sure the Alliance did something to anger them. So we started having a very hard time getting quests done and leveling. We packed our bags and moved to Mandaron. So, if you see my main, Curse, or my friend, Gashapon, yes, as in the Japanese vending machine. Well, of course. (laughs) Give us a wave. Also, I wanted to include a couple of links. First is for Big V. Not sure if you ever saw this guy's videos, but it's by Oxhorn, and actually sent a bunch of great links. I have heard of Oxhorn, by the way. He does fabulous videos. And the one in particular mentioned here is the Great Kodo, which is just so cute. We're all about the Kodo. We're all about the Kodo. And also sent them, we're gonna link all of these up on the website. So you must check out the website to see all these cool links. But a ton of cool links from mods. And just a lot, which I'm not gonna read here because there's a lot and they're very cool though. So definitely check them out and thank you very much for like putting all of them in because that was great. But I will conclude here with this email which says Well, that's it. Can't wait for the next show and looks around for any alliance for the Horde. And that is Curse, a.k.a. Galen. Sweet. Very nice. Thank you so much for sending all that information and your email in.
0: Good deal. We get one from uh, Boba Fett who says, Hey, Boba Fett here. So there I was, question, farming for the fiery enchant in BRD when I get a whisper from a friend in Thunder Bluff. In quotes, this rogue keeps killing the auction house guys. He's done it three times already. So, I hearth out of BRD and take a little portal in chat to Thunder Bluff. I put my pet on aggressive and start tossing up flares everywhere. No luck. I'm about to go about my business when my pet starts to go crazy. The rogue has appeared. I pop my hunter's mark and start firing away like there's no tomorrow. I'm too late to save the unsuspecting auctioneers. The night elf rogue starts to run around with lightning speed with my pet in pursuit. I toss a flare right in front of him when he tries to vanish and then stun him with a concussion shot. The auctioneers may have died, but the night elf rogue, Matthias, came a long way to die. Nice. (laughs)
2: Very nice. Yeah.
0: Yes. I mean and especially a not elf rogue um hey <laughs> love me some rogues but, um, how do the night elves keep their eyes from glowing when they're stealthed? I mean, that they, they have, like, you know, a little chain that they pull or something?
1: I guess so. Like a shade. They go, shh, shh, and there it goes.
0: Yeah, probably so. Okay. P.S. I was doing my orphan quest a few weeks ago, and I'm still a little bitter about missing that, and I couldn't help but get concerned about this little girl. I go to take her to the caverns of time, and the guards go to attack. I'm thinking, oh no, I'm in good with these guys. I'd hate to have to kill them in defense of Orphan Annie here. Then the dragon says she will not be punished for what she might do later. Insert eyebrow raise. Wait, Mr. Dragon, what is it exactly she might do? Inquiring minds would like to know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to know that.
1: I I think she'll probably go to the mall. That could probably be it.
0: Buy some shoes.
1: Buy some shoes, get her hair done, you know, get a latte. Yeah, (laughs) head over Um. Orange
0: Julius, you know. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Starbucks, Starbucks.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking malls 20 years ago, which I think was about the last time I was in one.
1: Thank you for sending that in,
0: that Yeah, good stuff. And uh, way to uh, take down the old Night Elf Rogue there. I mean, I'm sure Stampy appreciated it. So, we uh, get another email from our buddy, Bloody Axe, who writes, Anti Ed and Big V. And the Big V is big and bold, which everybody knows I love. The one thing I do hate about this PvP server I'm on is that everyone is geared for PvP or in Tier 5, 6 gear mainly. And so... On on Isle of Keldonis, I get ganked a lot and it makes me angry. Yeah, that would kinda aggravate me too. I could have many call outs, but the most recent was a noggin foggered up night elf rogue named Prism. What? Did you and Boba Fett like get together on your emails here? <laughs> you guys know each other? Um anyway.
1: Night Elf rogues. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, he would attack all us Horde players, and we just sigh and ran back to our corpses and talked in general chat about how Alliance sucks and whatnot. There were about 15 people on at the time, so we grouped into three groups of five and finally got a revenge on the rogue and all the Alliance in the general area. Good, I mean, it's always good to have collateral damage, too, so rock on for you for that. Oh, and the Alliance is so favored on Keldonis, for example. So there I was, converting the erratic sentries and getting my mana remnants, and I'm near the base, so I thought, I was okay when a gnome warrior attacks me. I ran back to the base, yet do the sentries attack him? No! They start throwing me around like a rag doll and leave the gnome alone, which runs up to my corpse and starts to jump and dance on top of my corpse. I wish Blizzard would fix that. Anyways... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Anyways, other than that, things have been going very well, and I made an undead priest, and the race is starting to grow on me. They are awesome. The tank's been slowly getting geared, and the ganking on Isle of Keldonis is alive and well. I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Sashasin and the Shadow Jumpers Guild for helping out with all the questions and quests I've needed to do. They are awesome. Always good to be helpful. Big V, I hope your gearing is going smoothly, because Kill Jaden is waiting on you to release his ugly spiritual things. Well, that wraps up here. I'll see you later. Thanks again for the horde. Bloody Ags. P.S. On May 22nd I graduated from North Summit High School on Azuramothran and I won a computer desk at 5 a.m. Graduation party. Thanks again. Hope to hear from you soon. Bloody
1: Ags. Woohoo! go with the night elf road
0: yeah yeah we all kind of know how I feel about that whole man of remnants quest
1: yeah I think we figured that out yeah
0: that just sucks a rat's ass on a stick
1: but yeah it really sucks you get flagged and then you run back and they just beat up on you
0: yeah bad stuff
1: that ain't good so I hope uh, blizz does fix that and that would be nice. Faster than they fix the snake traps would be good. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for sending that in. And we have another email from Akara on the Whisperwind server who writes, Hey Annie Ed, I just thought I would write the show to say something about the auction house study you were talking about on the last show. It seems you forgot that people that start the game won't know anything about the old economy in the past. So they would also sell things that were not an upgrade when it dropped the current price and they're or get said crazy amounts of gold one of the good things to new players about this is that their first round won't be as hard to farm i personally don't go back to get low level items to sell in the auction house i do see how this can be a good and bad thing for new players just thought i would share anyway thanks for listening love fth radio keep it up and you know that is an excellent point that is a point i did miss and you're right people who just starting the game this will just be how it is to them yeah. Where the rest of us, us grumpy old trolls out there. By the way, Akara is a troll hunter. I am partial to troll hunters, of course. Yeah, they won't know any different. So that is an excellent point, and thank you for bringing that up. That is that is very true. Yeah. I still say auction house is crazy, though.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't even go to the auction house anymore. The last thing I bought at the auction house was my uh, fell steel rig. Well, that's because uh, you don't
1: know how to work the auction house. Oh, well,
0: yeah, no.
1: You can't work eBay. How do you expect to work the auction house if you can't work either? Yeah, no, yeah I no,
0: I know. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: no, I know.
0: Look, I've only got so much time to play this game, which, by the way, it is a game, as we have pointed out. Yes. And, uh, yeah, really. And, um, I don't know. I can either do professions, dailies, grind rep. Yeah,
1: there's only the... so much you can do in a night. Yeah, or really. Or go to the auction house, because that can be an event. I've had that happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you can have a night elf rogue killing all your auctioneers.
1: Oh. of a sudden show up
0: yeah just all of a sudden bam dead i mean stampy's dead
1: not stampy not stampy
0: oh my god they
1: killed stampy (laughs) you You bastards (laughs)
0: Shameless South Park plug, anyway.
1: Absolutely. Okay. But thank you for sitting in that very good point. We have an email from Precaution on the eTrig server, who writes, Dear Annie Ed, I really enjoyed your husband's take on that particular article. I found him a very entertaining character and would love to hear his most amazing brand of scathing review again. That writer really had no idea what games are truly about. Fun! I Simply adore the show and always make sure to hear the outtakes at the end. I know this sounds bad, but it's a pity you guys don't screw up more often.
0: Oh, trust me, we screw up we, plenty.
1: We screw up plenty. <laughs> I'll continue to listen to the show and hopefully the next time, if he gets a game card, I will crush Zog with the Fel Reaper. He'll be able to get right back up and deliver us a blog. Thanks, precaution, from the E-Trig server. P.S. I went to that witch doctor for a lotion for my sore neck, and he popped me 20 feet into the air, causing me to fall and land right on the injured spot. It was fixed immediately." and my neck pain subsided good call guys well there you go as a final note i heard that recently a very close friend of mine scarabius wrote into your show about his views on the eating of taurins i would like to tell you to warn big v he is in grave danger and should immediately attempt to hide, which might be difficult due to his size.
0: I was about to say, dude, where do you? Th- what am I gonna hide behind?
1: <laughs> I suggest a refrigerator box or to paint himself red and lie on the ground in Dorotar.
0: Okay, jump the gun.
1: I would hate to hear that my favorite cow, or bull, to be politically correct, as he's of the male sort, has been devoured alive. Which, if he doesn't take precaution, (laughs) sort of a pun, will happen. My sources tell me that Scarabus has already rolled a tune on your server and is heading toward Thunderbluff. And he has set a hearth in Shatrath. Dun dun dun. Hmm. Are you in fear? Move. Ha- have you heard from this?
0: Uh, from Actually, <laughs> I have. Uh, you have? Okay. Yeah, I've heard from... I- I've heard from this, uh... oh From this garamush. I I got a letter from him in-game. And, to be honest with you, I can't quoted chapter and verse but it did say something about making sure i had uh taken a shower and uh i believe there was a reference to steak sauce somewhere in there
1: Uh, (laughs) i'm not laughing i
0: didn't think so so we get one from dicky from uh, the stealth geek podcast which always cool to hear from dicky and he writes hey annie ed and big v it finally happened Finally, after three and a half years of stabbing, kidney punching, bag stabbing, sinister striking, kicking, traveling to one end of the continent and to the other, and finally vanishing, Corinth is now... A level 70 undead rogue. Woohoo! Woohoo! Rock on for you, man. Happened on Saturday night, just before I had to go out. Actually, I ended up being late for where I had to go because I only had 10% left five minutes before I should have left. I remember I was on vent at the time and my buddy came on asking me where I was. My response was 10%. He asked again and I reiterated... 10%. (laughs) 10%. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go grind shattered sun rep. It's, uh, never ends, does it? Or the horde, Dickie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it never does then, but congrats, no. hey, congrats. on that is, seventy. That is
0: great, man. I can uh, I can appreciate I can appreciate the uh, intensity you have there, you know, the drive, as it were. Because uh, when I was uh, charging, when I was charging towards it, I was uh, a man of uh, singular purpose.
1: You get that way,
0: yeah. And then right. and, and then I hit, and that was it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little anticlimactic, actually. Really? After...
0: My, my XP bar went away, and that was that. I was like, yeah, what the hell's going on here? You
1: really should have a little parade or something break out when you hit 70. Yeah, really, you know, I mean... Goblin parade going by, uh, that would be cool.
0: Actually, that would be a little frightening, but, you know, I'd take it.
1: You know. <laughs> I'd take it. <laughs> you get... yeah. But congrats, that is awesome. Yeah, good stuff, man. We have an email from online who is also known as onahapada who writes in hey Auntie ed and big v i'm really writing to give a few shout outs to people who have helped us both in recent days from the quality of horde players on mandarin i think we're going to have a lot of these Seriously, no wonder you love the Horde. Mandaron Horde are so nice. Our first shout-out goes to Nefrina of the Prophecy Guild on Mandaron, a level 70, who was running with her alt with us through Scarlet Monastery when we had a player dump us in the middle of the run. She slash he kindly brought on their level 70 so we could finish off the run even though he slash she had to log off on their own low-level character to do so. The second shout-out is for Nemin. Also of the Prophecy Guild, I sense a slight theme here. Who once again brought on their level 70 character to help us run through Scarlet Monastery. Again, when we had a player dump us in the middle of the run. Without you guys, we would never have had such great experiences. Regards, online. This is also from Offline. He's just making me write to you guys, Finally. <laughs> well, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for sending in great shout outs.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: That's very, are,
0: very cool. Those are awesome good good stuff from our friends from uh well for us they're down under but yep i guess for them we're up above so
1: but thank you for sending that in and we're glad you're having a good time
0: yeah awesome so corlina writes in and says hello annie ed and big v i know i haven't written in a long time but that's because no one ever asked me questions <laughs> hey well i'd still like to remind everyone that even though little corlina has a pretty good bit of dust on her corlina the player is still offering the World of Warcraft RP help and lore help. Anyways, great show. I especially love the little bit from Adam 5 about how badly the NPCs are screwing us all over and how easily we take it. Loving the new two hour showtime average. Keep it up. Speaking hey. of questing, I'd have to say your experiment was very good. Of all my time in the Alliance, I've never noticed that little bit in Blood Mist about the NPC help. But being a Blood Elf gal, I do remember trying to take down big old Twiddle and Twiddle Yank in the ghost lens. I never really liked the Draenei anyway. How could you like the Draenei? Yeah, mm. space goats. Anyway, might as well say something useful this go about, shouldn't I? All right then. Last time I recommended something for FTH radio, it was it was the smash hit, seriously. He should have sold tickets for this. Tales of the Past. Well, following along the fashion of Machinima, Machinima, I have another recommendation for all the loyal viewers of FTH Radio. Some of you probably know this series, but i found that quite a few people do not. Chronicle of the Annoying Quest is a hilarious series with all sorts of funny gags related to WoW, 24 episodes to count, and only one real serious scene has been shown. Okay, I must have missed this one.
1: I'm... You never saw this? No, uh uh-uh. Oh my... God! We will go on at, we, will, we will sing the mighty praises as soon as you are finished with Corlina's email. Okay. Because it is awesome.
0: And perhaps a link?
1: Oh, absolutely a link.
0: Ah, grand. I love this series for its humor, however, said humor is definitely not for children. Recent episodes have had their profanity cut down with censorship, but the early episodes, first 20 estimation, do not. It's from the point of an alliance group, however. The second series breaks out into a horde group as well. I'd recommend in this series to anyone unless they're little kids p.s keep up the good work corlina all right hey good to hear from you again corlina thanks for riding in
1: great and thank you for offering your lore help although i think uh what is it wow wiki (laughs) is beating you up on that one but yes chronicles of the annoying quest i totally forgot about these guys i was because they took a break they went into series two and i think they needed to like get money to put it out again oh okay so they kind of took a break, and I they fell off my radar, so I kind of forgot about them for a while. Mm-hmm. Hysterical. Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, definitely would have to, if it had to been given a rating rated R for language and adult content. Ah. But if you could find it, could check out YouTube. They got all the episodes up there. If you haven't seen it, start at one and work your way up. Freaking hysterical. Thank Ooh, you okay. so much for reminding me of that. I completely forgot about these guys. We have another email from Shinrak of the Bronze Dragonflight server, who writes, Hello, Ed. In my last email, I told you I had a little break from the World of Warcraft. Well, I'm playing again, and I have a new story about the adventures of my level 63 Blood Elf Warlock. The strange thing is that the story is about a thing I did the other day in the World of Warcraft, of which I don't know whether it was the right thing I did or if it was very wrong. That's why I mail this story to you, to hear your opinion about my deed.
0: Court is in session.
1: So there I was, in Zangamarsh, on my way to the ogre camp to steal some attack plans. On my way, I pass a group of alleys, which I found very strange because they were near the gates of Zavarjin, the place where I just came from. Two of the alleys were 70, and one of them was 61. They were probably boosting that character. Normally when I pass Alliance players, I just mind my own business. But this time, I did not. I saw one of the alleys, a level 70 hunter, had PVP on, so I clicked on him to look at his health and stats. I thought it wouldn't be interesting, but then I saw he had 99% of his health down. I noticed that the 70s had dueled, but then a strange feeling rushed through my head. A feeling called... Bloodlust. Wow! A level 70 ollie with PVP on and almost no health. I have to take my chance to party, a little voice in my head told me. Hmm, I thought, that would be nice indeed. But another voice told me, Oh no, don't kill that other player. It's not the right thing to do. But then my mind answered, Can't concentrate on the voice in my head? I'm casting Death Coil on a 70. (laughs) And kaboom, I blew him from his flying mount. He wanted to leave, but it was too late for him. Actually, I did not care what happened to the 70 hunter, because two alleys were left, and I wondered if they would attack me. Just one of them did the level 61. One Siphon Life, Curse of Agony, Unstable Affliction, Howl of Terror, Drain Life, and a dead level 60 Night Elf Hunter later, I went back to Zabrajin to wait until the PvP was off again. Later, I had another strange feeling. I don't know whether what I did was good or bad. I had a good time and such, but also know how terrible it is to be ganged. And it was kind of stupid of the hunter to put PvP on and start a duel in the area of an enemy camp. What do you think? Was it horde-like what I did? I really want to hear your opinions. Well, as I had mentioned to you, I I was conflicted also when I first read this email. I had conflicting emotions going. But the bottom line, I think, here is you should look at this as you were teaching this alliance a lesson. You were showing them why it's a good idea to use common sense. And you showed them, so you weren't attacking them out of malice or sheer joy of it. You were doing it to show them why they should really practice their first aid skill and not be standing there with their butts hanging out with 1% health. Okay, so you're saying it's missionary work? I would agree. I would think so. What, what do you think, Big B?
0: I say rock on. You handed their ass to them. Good for you. <laughs> I wouldn't be conflicted at all.
1: That is a really stupid uh, move to do when you're standing there. I don't care if you just came out of PvP or not. You don't stand there with 1% health well, and twiddle your thumbs. <laughs> okay, well,
0: here's really here's the, here's my thing. If you flag PvP or if you're on a PvP server, and I know some of our listeners that write in our own PvP servers, and hey, rock on for you guys because I uh-huh. can't do it. No. But if you're on a PvP server or you're flagged, you're fair game. Yeah. And if you've got 1% health... Or if you've got 490 defense, 12,000 health, and the same number of armor, you know, you it's open season. I mean, so, you know, too bad. He, uh, <laughs> he played the game, and sounds like he most righteously got his ass handed to him. Yep. And, uh, you know, hats off to you, because um, I'll tell you, (laughs) The bloodlust could have gotten you into some hot water there because, you know, granted there was a 61 there, but there was also another 70, you know, sounds like you're, yeah, it could have gone the other way, but you know, good for you for taking, for at least being willing to, um, you know, take the dirt nap for just one of them. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, you got some stones there, man. Rock on.
1: (laughs) Also, just to let you guys know, Shinrax sent me in, um, which it's, it's a, it's a great article but it's also a long article uh, but it's actually a positive article about world of warcraft and it's it, like it's a positive one that talks about that world of warcraft is not this evil afflicting addicting game it's actually can be quite beneficial so i think we're, we are we are going to have that up on the website for you guys to kind of take a peek at it because he did translate it from dutch for god's sakes um and for that alone we would post it just because you took the time to translate it thank you
0: oh absolutely and it's (laughs) yeah and i've tried to speak dutch before and it's impossible
1: so we're gonna put that up but i wanted to let you guys and thank you shin for sending that in also uh, this really great article
0: bucks level 70 hunter writes in and says june 2nd it's my birthday today can i get a shout out
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! Happy birthday. Well happy birthday. belated birthday at this point, but Yeah. Big happy birthday to you. So shout out to Bucks, yeah. level seventy hunter, for for having a real life ding.
0: Hey, there you go. Next we get one from uh Rudilla or Rudilla or um not sure how to say that, but there it is. It's um, <laughs> right saying, hey, Annie Ed and Big V, once again, with a very large V. Hey, how's it been? Haven't been on in a while. Just been a little too lazy to travel the three or four blocks to the game store in my car to get the game card. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe soon I'll go. Just kidding. I probably won't. Just finished listening to the 19th episode. Did you check out Wow Hobbs on YouTube? He's a 70 Pally on the Storm Reaver server, but he's human. I think he deserves some recognition, even though he chose the wrong side. He is rather interesting in the style that he plays. If you do check him out, make sure that you look at an at instance where he is tanking or power leveling fellow guildmates, and not a keychain quest video, because these are a little worthless in what I would like you to see. Well, I'm kind of running out of stuff to share, so have a good NPC snickering, and eating <laughs> hey, auction house ridiculous pricing day
1: Thank you. Yeah... And yes, I did check it out It's it's uh, it's very very good, actually It's very entertaining And uh, very good for the Pallies Cool. For us Pallies out there So, more links, look at this Look at all the links we're going to have Oh my god, it's going to be nothing but links on the site this time around Yeah, I may it's actually
0: awesome. have to I may actually have to check the website this time
1: Absolutely
0: Hey Annie Ed, and I'm not kidding Zathras of the Altar Us Guild On the Echo Isle server Did write this Oh, great and powerful mad cow, whose hooves I am not worthy to clean. Wow, I'm just going to soak that in for a minute. Did
1: you enjoy it? Still soaking.
0: And It's only a two-hour
1: podcast. Come on. Okay, and I'm ready. (laughs) And you're ready, okay.
0: (laughs) Thanks, I just needed a minute. Okay. Whatever happened to the call-out and butt-cheek-of-the-week segments? I really enjoyed those in the early shows, but they have ominously disappeared. Is foul play involved? Should I contact the authorities? I'm very concerned for their well-being. Thanks for the great show. Keep up the good work. For the Horde. Zathras.
1: Well, you know, it takes two for the butt-cheek. It takes the actual butt-cheek to do whatever it is they're doing that qualifies them and it takes someone to report it it takes someone to actually catch this butt cheek in the act and and let us know so that's why you haven't heard a lot of those uh in a while because we haven't had any so keep your eyes open and and for those who are maybe a little fuzzy on what exactly a butt cheek of the week is it's a player doesn't matter whose side. It's a play. It could even be you. It could even be you because we all have these moments where you see a player do something, you watch them do it, and go, "Oh my god, that was the dumbest thing you could have done." <laughs> For it. Well, actually, an actual butt One of the first ones I ever talked about was a night elf i forgot what kind of night elf it was but it was a night elf this was back when the pally was still on foot how long ago was this wow yeah the pally was on foot running towards ashenvale and there's that little horde outpost there and running alongside me comes up this night elf and he's taunting and teasing and making all the rude gestures and everything and he was so busy doing it that he ran right into the outpost with me i remember that that's a butt cheek (laughs) <laughs> that qualifies as a butt cheek move <laughs> So if if you see anything of that nature Please let us know And we can revive this section of the show We just haven't had any lately We've had great shout outs We've had some call outs But no butt cheeks have, sh- have come forward
0: yeah. You know I think some of the butt cheeks get um, They kind of get buried in the emails
1: Sometimes they do Sometimes the butt cheeks get buried But they're semi butt cheek They're half a cheek That's right. That's what that segment is, and we would love to revive it as soon as we hear something. And thank you for sending in your email.
0: And you are worthy to clean the hooves. It'll be okay. I'll be careful. I'll watch where I've been walking. Although Mulgore's pretty tricky. Are you done? (laughs) Hey, I'm finished.
1: You're finished with that? Okay. And we have an email from Sternjager who writes in and says, Hi V! I just wanted to pass on a well-deserved out. I was taking my level 25 warlock through the Hillsbrad farms in search of peasants and skulls. I had just started when I came across another lock and two mages also killing in the area. I asked if they were on the same quests, which they confirmed. They agreed to add me to the group, at which point I discovered they were almost done with the skull collecting. You need 30 skulls for this quest. How well I remember that one. Oh, God. Now, I only had five skulls at this point and didn't want to hold them up. So I offered to get those later and just work on killing peasants. Instead, they stayed with me to let me loot until I had all 30 skulls, as well as the peasants. After which we finished killing up the guys for the dangerous quest as well. In just a short while, we were done. So, for their selfless assistance, I wish to give a hearty shout out to Little Poo and Putragore of the Our House Guild, and also to Gramirak, unaffiliated. Their actions reflect great credit upon themselves and the horde. For the horde, very nice. I have heard of the Our House Guild, actually.
0: Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't had any dealings with them, but
1: neither have I. But I've seen them, so yeah, very cool. Good stuff. Yeah. That is great stuff. Thank you so much for for letting us know that. And yeah. uh, congrats on getting your skulls.
0: Yeah, thanks, term. All right, here's one from Sanaha on the Medoran server in the Directionally Challenged Guild. Woo-hoo. And he writes, looking... "Hey there, Omadiest oh Big V." <laughs> And he put several Vs out there, so it wasn't just me, you know, like going off on myself there. Um, so he actually wrote V.
1: Needs an echo, I think. Yeah, that'd be good. Like, like, like you're falling down a hole.
0: V. And had to be a pretty big hole. Uh
1: especially to get your head through it. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Oh my bad. I didn't mute.
0: Wow. Filters just <laughs> not working tonight, is it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <side laughs> rides. Thought I would write you today Also, love your part of the show This is Santa from your guild And I was looking on YouTube and came across this Thought it was cool And also, to tell a little story About the guild I was in An alliance guild And how I thought the guild I got into Was a raiding guild So, when I got in there I thought I'd be able to raid with them Oh no, they have pre-made groups And the same people go to Kara So no one else can get into Kara with the guild And tell you what, you can never plug a carer group. Then when I said that I was leaving the guild, they said if I did that, they'd let the guild know I was just in it for the profit. Profit of what? I have no idea. Basically, they were going to try and blackball me. So, the way it's looking, I'll not be playing that character that much. That's for sure. Keep up the good work on this podcast. I love it. You and Annie Ed. Going to end this by saying, for the horde.
1: That really sucks for a guild.
0: Yeah, and you know, it kind of remind. It kind of makes me well, not me, but I think it sort of furthers the stereotype of those like the hardcore raiders. Mm, Yeah, which and I know that's it. It it is a stereotype, but you know, as we know, there's a little bit of truth in every one of those.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, having pre-made groups can be a good thing because then you get to know exactly the people you're. You know, you're always going to work with these people. You get to know how they work, and that's the point of being in a guild. Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> by I mean, the
1: same token, yeah. it's good to bring in new blood. Exactly. Uh,
0: I mean, directionally, directionally challenged, before it was directionally challenged, I mean, w- let's face it, we were almost a pre-made. There were only, what, five of us?
1: Yeah. So, but, yeah, you, you want new blood, usually, um, because other players have experience and talents to offer. And, honestly, guilds aren't just for the person. You know, you got to give something back as a guild. Yeah. One way or another. Either, you know, if you're, if you're okay, we're a raiding guild, then you gotta give something back to the player to tell them it's a raiding guild and you can't raid and then they can't leave or else you're gonna blackball them? What the hell is that?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. So, you know what, Santa, I'd leave them Anyway.
0: Oh yeah, tell them to sod off and give them, you know, give them the middle finger and be done exactly. with it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, let them try to blackboy you, yeah, please. Yeah.
0: I mean, what are they going to do?
1: What are they going to do? What? Not let you read with them? They're not yeah. doing it now.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Ugh. Uh,
1: but awesome. thank you for sending that in. But oh man, that yeah. is terrible. That sucks. That sucks.
0: Get a couple of emails here from uh, Gnome Tipper. Which, I just love that name, and particularly because, you know, the tipping has nothing to do with cows. He rides in and he says, 70. Nice work. I enjoy your view from the barn so much, I rolled a little druid on Medora, name of Gnome Tipper. I know it should have been spelt Gnome Tipper, but the name was getting long, and I didn't want short-winded speakers to breathe in mid-name. I was so happy to see Vera make 70 today, I just hadn't jot off an email to you. What can I say, but way to go, bro. Gnome Tipper, a.k.a. about 40 other alts on Shadowmoon, Asgillor, Earthen Ring, etc. He you know a,
1: a- couple of people like you too, there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sends another one in too, and he says, Largest Brother V, Gnome Tipper here, a fighting druid from the Medoran server. I came to Midoran for what, two, well, three reasons. Firstly, you and Annie Ed, there's two reasons. Thirdly, this auction house madness made me want to see how bad <laughs> it was for a new player on a server. Thus far, it's not too bad. Oh, I've been geared much better with other characters. I played a class I was not too familiar with, Druid, and instead of going all gathering, I went to skinning and leather working so as to protect my glossy hide on the plains of Azeroth and avoid the auction house. Not a bad call. I found I could quest solo at my level without dying over much. The drops I got, if not usable by me, I sold at the auction house for reasonable prices three times the vendor price. I did not sell my leather as it all went into skilling me. At level 19, I stopped questing for two nights and practiced being a bear rug in Warsaw <laughs> Good one. I hadn't heard that before, but yeah, nope. that's good. While masochistic, it did provide me with some 50 marks of honor, which I traded in for some nice blue items. Although I have nightmares about hundreds of gnomes armed with green glowing swords chasing me up a tunnel. Explain that one, Sigmund. <laughs> When I turned 20, I had almost six gold on me. Not a fortune, but enough to start uh, investing in some larger bags. By the way, Ed, maybe we should look at Alliance versus Horde drop rates for bags. I got my first bag drop at level 9. And to pick up a few bales of premium alfalfa. <laughs> Good. <laughs> like it. I'll try and keep you updated on progress. Now, I do have a question for you. As an expert skinner, I can skin a raptor. I can skin a kodo. Hell, I can and have skin to werewolf. And sorry, Ed, I can skin a bunny. No! <laughs> Big or small, they all fall neatly under my skinning knife. But should I say, accidentally kick a gnome in the head? What can I do? There he is lying on the ground. He'd make a perfect herb pouch for Annie Ed. <laughs> but can I why v why <laughs> sincerely your sick friend gnome tipper you know uh, i have wanted to skin a gnome since i was a wee small cow treading around in Mulgore. can i can't skin a gun gun. gnome nope. no you can't
1: the best you can do is be an undead and go for that cannibalize
0: this is true
1: we appreciate the thought i appreciate the thought thank you
0: yeah There's good you stuff
1: just... Good yeah. job.
0: Yeah. And uh hey, welcome to the guild, man. Good to have you in. Hey there, Annie Ed, and Big V. Jebdo here. This is my first email, but I've been listening to you guys for quite a while now. I've been trying to catch up on in the episodes, and hopefully, by the time this email is read, I'll be listening along with everyone else. It was actually Zog of XP who got me listening to you guys as I'm his friend in real life. When I first began listening to this podcast, I was Alliance. A not-elf druid named Jebdo on the Caligos server. I have to say, you guys have completely converted me. It was only as I began listening to your show that I realized all these things you describe as Actually happening around me Most of the people I play with Suck more than you think (laughs) Yes they do Uh, Funny enough The guy who got me playing WoW in the first place Played a Gnome Madge I have a story for you guys that includes a shout out Well there I was low level druid, just starting out this new and amazing game. I'd reached the point where I began playing in contested territories and I was playing on a PvP server, so naturally every once in a while I'd meet up with a horde and we'd try to kill one another. There was one horde I remember, though. His name was Eight, and our fight was one to remember. It was close, and I can't remember who won, but it was by about one hit point. That's not the interesting part, though. Fast forward to Hinterlands. God, if you could only just fast forward to Hinterlands. (laughs) That would be great. Yeah. I'm questing along, and guess who it is I see in the distance? Eight. We had managed to l- level at exactly the same pace as one another. I recognized him, but I didn't wait to find if he recognized me, because we had already seen each other. And the time for hellos were long gone. This time around, our fight could be described as nothing less than epic. Only very few times have I had fights this long before. We fought each other for around ten minutes, which is a very, very long time to be fighting anyone. Dear, Dear Lord. Yeah. God. I mean, I what a i i can't even imagine i mean <laughs> Most that? of my fights are, gone, are done in like 45 seconds. <laughs> if that. If we were not both classes that had healing capabilities, it could never have lasted that long. Oh, okay, fair enough. I can't remember what class he was, but he was able to heal himself. I had won, and again, by around one hit point, or health point. I'm chilling my roots. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I call him hit points, too.
0: Yeah. He rezzed, and we bowed and saluted with respect and parted ways. I've not seen him since. A big shout-out to 8, the greatest and most honorable adversary I've ever had. And 8, buddy, if you're listening, I'm Horde now. Let's meet up on the Midoran server. I'd also like to make a shout-out to Zenth for buys who was one of my best friends leveling to 70. And although he's a Gnome Madge, he was one of the most honorable and best players I know. I mean, come on, there has to be one good one out there.
1: Okay. We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Okay.
0: All right. We split up a while ago when he went to a different server. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, because he's a and he may not listen, but it'd be awesome if he was. Well, I've said quite a lot, but all in all, I'm extremely happy to be joining the Horde family, and I've already really noticed the difference. Oh, and Big V, just to let you know, I kill bunnies, too. No! Yeah. (laughs) Cool. From your new friend, Jebdo, for the Horde. Good Good stuff. stuff.
1: (laughs) Good (laughs) stuff. But it is. It's great stuff. What a great, great shout-out. Yeah. To a player you an eight, you can't forget a name like eight. That's just I like that. It's to the point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, ten minutes. Good God.
0: Jeez, Louise. I don't. I mean, how would you even do that?
1: Man, that Star Trek. I music. mean, but start really winding down there after. A while. Yeah, really. I
0: mean, if you've had to, if you're in a duel and you've had time for your potions to, to cool reset. down. Reset. I mean,
1: <laughs> that's a long time. Like, and, and ten minutes. That's several times. Yeah. But I also will give you the We'll give you the one Gnome Mage
0: Yeah, but only one. That's it. Yeah, you're done.
1: Thank you for sending that in. And we have an email from Aquine on the eTrix server, who says, Hey there, idiot. This is my first time emailing to FTH, but I've been listening. Anyways, I felt the need to write in about a certain Alliance character that I came across today. I had gotten a bit bored of playing with my usual character, and decided that I was going to create a caster, a troll mage. At level one, you head into the Valley of Trials to complete the Cutting Teeth, course." a random slaughtering of pig's quest literally. As I started heading out to do the first quest on my new mage I was having a blast shooting fireballs at them of course and I noticed a tune a ways off strolling toward me. Noticing the difference in name color I rolled my eyes and went back to killing the hogs with a sense of doom looming in my direction. Now, I was polite. He came up to me and, yes, took a swing at my pig, killing it instantly. And I waved, you know, a nice little troll wave. So I stood there for a moment, he waved back, and so I continued on my quest to killing the squealing animals. Now, I saw his anatomically incorrect body... flailing its way past me and killing each target I planned on killing. I noticed all of a sudden that I was flagged which startled me. Taking a moment to myself, I made myself believe, nah, he won't kill me. I'll just be on my merry way and complete my quest. So he trailed me, killing pig after pig. I ding, but who cares? The moment I ding, he turns around and slashes me with his sword, killing me with a single blow. Now, being a level 70 druid as a main, I don't usually die all that easily. I could have easily gone out of my tune made my way to the Valley of Trials and killed him myself with a single blow. But I figured I'd lure him and see if anyone in the area could be nice enough to give little old me some help. So in conclusion, I'd like to give a shout-out to Thunder Rush, Snoopy, and my good friend, Kupalo, who came to my rescue. And even though the Cowardly Alliance Toon was actually over level 30 and hearthed his way out of the little cave, I thank you guys so much for coming to my rescue. And to that arrogant alliance, Shenku, of the guild, Tribe Slap Aho, your guild name should be tribe slapped by a hoe, because no one would want to be with you, even if they got paid. And oh, by the way, you smell like you play. Crappy. Thanks for listening.
4: Wow. Mm, Yeah.
1: What I... The thing about this story, aside from a... Anybody going to the Valley of Trials to pick on poor little kindergarten people is just wrong. B, stealing the targets is even wronger. Here's the part I can't wrap my head around. The fact that this alliance waited until he dinged level two. Like, it wasn't okay. It was like, well, level one. I can't kill a level one, but a level two is all right. Yeah. Like, it would be fine. You know, hey, guess what? I You know, I couldn't kill that level one. But man, the second he hit level two, gone.
0: That's right. It was mine. It, yeah. Level two, yeah. it's on. <laughs> it's on. God. Unreal.
1: And, and good for you that you had friends rushing in to, to give you a hand. That is awesome. But thank you for sending that in. We got an email from our buddy, Momok. On the Directly Challenge Guild. What up, Mall? What up, Mall? Hey, Annie Ann and Big V. I was just wondering if you guys could give a shout out to www.wow-pro.com. For the great guides these guys provide, Shandia and I have used these guys since I found it in my early 20s. And it is the main reason I was able to fly to 60 so quick. Although 60 to 70 seems like forever. But that's Blizzard's fault, not Thanks for the great show, and talk to you guys soon, Mall. All right. Another link. Cool. It's gonna be just nothing but links going on <laughs> yeah. here. This, all, this show notes are gonna have nothing but links all yeah. over the place. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, Mall flew. Oh I my mean, God. Dear God. He showed up one day, and then like three days later, he was like sixty. Yeah, I mean,
4: pretty much.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not, it wasn't that drastic, but he was leveling like a fiend. <laughs> I mean, I never seen anything like it. I mean, he and I were talking and he says, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to give you a big, a big fat ration of crap if uh, I make it to 70 before you do. And let me tell you, I had to light the fires and kick the tires
1: <laughs>
0: I was afraid he was going to do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he actually even put our insane Bob Priest to shame with that level, and he did. I know,
0: and you know, he and I had talked about these guy uh, about this guy because I have w- I have one that I've used, you know, totally cool. It's like no mods, nothing like that. It's just, hey, here, go do the quest in this order. And he was telling me about this one, and hey, glad it worked for you. Good stuff, man. And oh, really? I think the last time I looked, he was like sixty five.
1: Oh my god, which is just, <laughs> just
0: unreal. I mean. I honestly don't think Candy got hers up that fast. Which is saying, uh, that's a bold statement right there.
1: Someone's like, if Candy can't do it, no one can.
0: Yeah, really.
1: <laughs> but, that, yeah, he has just flown to the level. So. Yeah,
0: Shandia, too, oh, has... She
1: has also gone yeah. through. Oh, my goodness.
0: I mean seriously, so, uh, she's 60 now. Oh, last oh, time wow. I talked to her. So wow. I'm just uh, you know, not to not to get into testimonials or anything, but hey guys, I've seen I mean I've seen them fly through the levels, so yep. If, so if leveling quick is your thing, hey, I haven't looked at the I haven't looked at the site yet. Maybe worth me taking a look at seeing as how it took me 24 actual <laughs> days. So, hey, Maul, thanks for writing in, man. Hey, if any of you guys have been over to Podcast Alley, which hope you have, where we are now rated the number two podcast. Under Games and Hobbies. So, hey.
1: Huge thank you to everyone for that. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. It wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you guys. So, mm-hmm. hey, cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my old bovine heart. I may have a tiny brain, but I have a huge heart.
1: Yes, he does. Aww. <laughs> and then you see him kill a bunny, and that just that image just goes out the door.
0: Bunnies, Exploding Studios. God. God. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> anyway well, we got a review. Someone did a review recently and got to say it is, um, it's not glowing. Apparently, for the Horde Radio.
1: And me especially.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, are responsible for a lot of the bad things that are going on in the world today. According to this reviewer, whose name was, what was it again?
1: Upside down toaster oven.
0: So anyway, you know what? We're not we're not going to read the review on the air. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give this guy any airtime. And you know we are we're ones for self reflection. And you know we're all about the constructive criticism and etc. And I think we've been pretty uh, clear about that uh, from our last our last gank by Salk. On iTunes, right. so we're going to take a little different twist on this. Instead of addressing it uh, ourselves, head on over to Podcast Alley, take a look at it, and let us know what you think. <laughs> if if you, you think agree that, or, or yeah, disagree, if you yeah, let's let's hear it. Let's see what the um, let's let's hear what you think because I'm uh, really curious to know.
1: Yeah, so am I actually i mean because i mean this guy says i mean this
0: guy says some pretty um i won't say it's nasty but harsh it's yeah it's harsh and it's very harsh i'm not real i'm not real sure what to make of it i have a couple of ideas but um you know i'm uh not gonna air those out right now so head on over there
1: take a look at it and uh let us know what you think and thank you to everyone who wrote in for this show Thank you for your call-ins and writing in and all of the great links that we've got from you guys. Totally awesome. Fabulous stuff. Thank you so, so much. You want to write in or call in several ways this can happen. You can send an email to any one of the following addresses. (gasps) You can send an email to fthradio at gmail.com or to bigv at biggestv at gmail.com or our buddy Zog of XP has an email too, which is n underscore p-r-o-u-t-e-n at hotmail.com and of course our call in line 206 3130 Well that concludes this episode of For the Horde Radio. Indeed it does. Thank you very much for downloading and listening and we will return in 3 weeks for another studio exploding corpse eating Cow can't fit his head through the door, episode of. And we have an email. Uh, An email. An email. An email. (laughs)
0: So it was a bad one then. It was my. Oh
1: man.
5: (laughs) Perhaps this email hit uh, when this email hits the show. Now, granted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the Lord said, "I want some hot stuff, baby, this evening." So got some news.
1: Should Jeez. I have been more excited here's a, here's to hear that? Here's... I'm supposed to say what?
0: Yeah, say what? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> All over the top. Oh that's fine. I'll, no, I'll wing this one. It's okay. <laughs>
5: yeah. uh, I had another question. I can't remember it. Um, is there
4: coffee. Uh, crap. I had like a huge lineup of questions here. And see, that's why you're missing part of your head. Right!
5: I'm missing part of my head because I'm undead. Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Yeah. We
1: have another email from our friend Shinrak. Blags? Fed bag, a bad bag of plasma. <laughs>
0: it's a derivative of to blame. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> that's right, to blame.
0: There we go. try that again. I'd like to give a shout out to... Uh,
1: just sat d-
0: I'm just gonna say... <inaudible> okay, there are like four S's in this name. Uh-oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had this huge lineup of questions, and I can't remember them. It's so bad. Um... Okay, okay, I got another one here.
0: Nope, nope. Uh, I'm good. I'll um uh, I'll be back for view in a little bit. See ya. Moo.
1: <laughs> Gotta have the boo. <laughs> Gotta have the boo. I love it. Okay, cool.